0: Welcome to Scott and Paul's Ramblin' Podcast. Hello. Scott out here joins always my good friend and co-host, Paul Byrne. Hello. And now, I feel like I should get this out of the way timeline-wise. Uh, last week's episode was recorded a couple of weeks ago. We tried to do a double recording so that the next week we could come up, I could come up here we get pissed and play non Fraser Friends Monopoly. I won. Yes, you did. You and, didn't. And because of that, uh, because Friends was in my head, I've been watching a lot of the early seasons of Friends.
1: Aren't they good? Yes. Aren't they good?
0: I've noticed Ross is more of a prick between him and Rachel in the early seasons, whereas Rachel's more annoying in the later seasons. That's what I've noticed. I can never bring myself to watch the two-parter but the break. Because bo- I just get too annoyed about it because I can never decide to aside them. E-
1: even now there is argument. I, I am not on Ross's side. For the simple fact that he cheats.
0: Mm. I mean... It was. A- there's an argument to me that, I'll we'll get this out of the way. The argument to me that again he thought they were broken up like hearing somebody say they wanted a break it's like they're trying to say they want to break up you but they don't have the girls to say it. But then later on he's complained about her dating somebody a few weeks later and then Chandler frightfully calls him out and saying, You slept with someone three hours after you thought you broke up.
1: <laughs> yeah. And when some when you're on a break, mm-hmm. that just means you need a little cooling off period. Yeah. You you do not jeopardise the possibility of a reconciliation by sleeping with someone. Yeah.
0: There are a few things though, like like the people bring up, like who was the watched it years later that like, they don't like about certain characters, but like they don't realize. Like I've noticed watching back that more often than not they get called out on some of these flaws by other characters. Yeah. Which 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 is what they should be doing, which is what obviously, which I think help helps it even more because like when Ross is the only else, people like Chandler or even Monica will rightfully call him out on it.
1: Yeah, and if you want to, if you want to call one of the funniest lines in the show, you just have to go to the first ever episode. Yeah. Mm. Oh. No. I just want to be married again. <laughs> and then Rachel comes around and then Chandler's like, no, I just want a million dollars.
0: But that was about a couple of weeks ago. But then I have
1: this Uber Weiss.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> then we decided I wanted to impact on, because Sacrifice, which we're going to talk about, is uh, this weekend, like Saturday is Sacrifice, and then Sunday is Revolution, so... If you're a fan of both Impact and AEW, what a weekend do you have ahead of you? And if, or if you're just a fan of wrestling in general. And
1: if you're a fan of the WWE, oh, how we pity you.
0: Ah, oh, well, you had Elimination Chamber last week.
1: Yeah, and yeah. the
0: guy who should have
1: won it didn't even win it. He didn't even compete in it. Yes. I think Bobby Lashley should have won y- yes, that.
0: Yes, I, I, I was gauging what you were talking about.
1: Yeah. I mm. I was I was I was really enjoying Bobby Lashley.
0: Well, at least Goldberg got his arse handed to him by Roman Reigns Well, yeah, that, that's good He got he got guillotine viced
1: and put out of his fucking misery Silly old dick
0: And I hope those in the Viking Raiders Were paid, like, a large sum For being flown all the way over there Just to have a brawl that leads to their match being called off Yeah, yeah I'm sure they had fun I'm sure they did Yeah. And they probably got paid a lot of money
1: I mean, are the Viking Raiders ever going to, you know Win anything?
0: Probably not. I'm not too bothered if they don't. I'm not really the biggest fan of the Viking Raiders, to be honest. And
1: do you know something, by the way? Mm. You know how Nikki Cross is now Nikki almost superhero? Oh, I fucking hate Nikki Cross. Right? No, 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 no. Because, see, I finally got my downloaded version of 2K18 working, right?
0: Yeah.
1: finally seen what sanity were.
0: Yeah. They'd done that woman wrong, man. They'd done that woman wrong. Like... All people like will call me a hypocrite. Like at the time when because like ever since she debuted, this game, kind of, like, I immediately was like I don't like this. I said, oh, it's one of her, it was her idea too. So, it's like that doesn't make it good. No, though. that doesn't make it it's good. Just because sometimes WWE lambers people with bad ideas and some other people finally get a chance to put their own ideas doesn't mean that it's a good idea. Sometimes even the likelihood of an idea being bad is sometimes born of the fact that it's your idea. Because you have this idea of it in your head, which makes it better usually than it probably is. I mean,
1: gran- granted, she wanted the
0: championship, eh? but you could have had a Fuck. cup of tea for the amount of time she held that bloody title. Well, I've never rooted against somebody cashing in <coughs> more than when she won that bastard in money in the bet. She got booed. She got little to no reaction yeah. when she when she when she entered the money in the bank match. When there was Liv Morgan there, who got a big pop, people cared about gave a shit about her, and they gave her a feud later on in the year with Becky. Which people cared about? They still didn't give her anything. Yeah,
1: I doubt. I doubt she'll win a title. I think she's being sort of Ill, slightly elevated, mm-hmm. only to be put back down again. Mm. But I mean, most of the most of the female roster in WWE, I couldn't give two fucks about. To be honest with you, there's only one I gave two fucks about, and she isn't really on the scene at the moment. Shayna Baszler.
0: Yeah,
1: I like her. Yeah, She cool. She is. She's very cool. I, I quite like Bailey too. Mm-hmm. You know, she cool.
0: Yeah,
1: but I think Becky Lynch is a pain in the hole. I've never liked Charlotte Flair.
0: Yeah.
1: I f- fucking the less the less I say about real Ripley the better. Okay. Don't I don't fucking like her. I hate that fucking monstrosity that like Nikki Cross is at the moment. And you know, I will, I will, I will be the bigger man, and just. Say nothing about Bianca Belair. Yeah, especially, nothing.
0: Especially Dan. But like the Nikki Cross thing, like well like they, they only gave her the belt for a pot because fans came back and then they did nothing they didn't make her look very strong at all as champion at SummerSlam. No. In, in a triple threat match where you can avoid a champion looking weak and lost by not having that pinned, they didn't not only did they have her lose, they had her tap out.
1: Who'd she tap out to?
0: To Charlotte. And then, did, and then I don't even think she got a proper rematch for it. Then here and Rhea, as the two losers, as a consolation prize, got made to tie team champions. And then and the five women on Raw, which both Rhea and Nikki are on. Rhea made the cut for the five on five women's team. So they decided, no, we'll not have Nikki. So she's not even good enough to be one of the top five women of, of Raw. or at least be considered the top five women on Raw. And then they lost the tag titles with little to no fanfare because it's the women's tag team titles and WWE don't give a fuck about them. No, no, we don't. And now she's turned to heel, but is also a superhero, like... And some people call me hypocrite for saying, no, I don't like this, but, you like, the Hurricane, it's all about how it's portrayed. Yes, it is all about how it's portrayed.
1: That is the best fucking way to put it. Because mm-hmm. the Hurricane... He was cool, man. Mm-hmm. And anyone that thinks that Nikki Ash is better than the Hurricane, what's up with that?
0: Yeah, what's up with that?
1: What's up with that?
0: What's up with that? <laughs> no? Yeah. He had the... He had the horror and everything. She doesn't even yeah. have, a, have a vehicle of any kind. Yeah,
1: and he need catchphrases and shit. Yeah. And he was he was cool. Mm. And no one will ever forget his monumental efforts in the 2002 Rumble when he caught Stone Cold and he caught Triple H, <laughs> H and they just
0: looked at him and went, nah, mate, nah. Nah. But- <laughs> he just, all, all the kind of moment where he realizes he's mm. fucked up, he's just looking at both of them like, oh, no. And then they get thrown out. Yeah, look he gets is like, you done fucked up now, boy. <laughs> we've had he do stuff with the rock where like, he rock pulls back the curtain of Benny's locker room and the hurricane's there and the rock just kind of like, I didn't see that, and pulls it back. And then he's convinced that when he pulls it back again, he's not going to be there. Like, no, he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, how oh. long have you been there? <laughs> anyway, a <laughs> well, the point I'm trying to make is we've got an impact show this week and um, we've got a lot of stuff impact related to talk about. So I thought the same show that we pre-recorded, it's a new gen focused show. It's a really good show. Uh, thing we, ideal we're together, like we're doing the top five underrated uh matches in the new genre like based on our own opinions so he's got his top five i've got my top five and we'll we just present them we're not really arguing or like if anyone, any of them are better than the others we're no. just presenting them and why we think they're underrated we are we are and also in a couple of weeks time, we've got a fun food related uh, uh podcast not a review of any episodes something i'm bringing paul has no idea what what it is that i'm going to talk about i just got it's a really the thing I'm bringing along, and uh, I just need Paul's reaction to it. In and in about five or ten years time, we will be discussing
1: Veer Veer, <laughs> what's his name? Mahan. Veer Mahan's debut on Raw. <laughs> in well, five or ten years time.
0: Honestly, I think if they just whenever they debut, me I think they should hold that to them Raw after WrestleMania just for the ironic part. But like just the fact that he's become such a meme now, the whole teasing for months that he's gonna come to Raw, people will, people will pop. And Dowie will mistakenly think he's over, but he's not. It's just the fact that he's finally here. Yeah, people oh. sitting there going, "Finally, fuck." I like, they thought. Look, I've been mentioned to like the fantasy like wrestling draft. I'm evolving over at SSR. One of my favorite things about it is people coming up with funny team names. Like, I'm we're doing a tie juice cheese right I'm teaming up with a an American fellow called Anthony Lopez. Mm. So our team name is a McLopez Cheese. <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I like it. I've, I've had some funny draft names. It's teams. cheesy. It is, literally. I've had, I've had some, Did you like that? Yeah, what? I've had some good draft names in the past. Like, want I want some ketchup? No. I, uh, I found it. I, I was on a te- I, I had a team called uh, Isaac Draftum. I was a, but the best team name, like, we do a thing called the Listeners League where we can get people who listen to podcasts involved, right? And one of the guys on this week has the best team name of this season where his team is called Veer, Far, Wherever, Mahan. We're fahren wherever People who don't who don't get that it's a play on this Dean Stanton from the Titanic film.
1: But instead of instead of, instead of talking about the Here. awfully distant Veer, let's talk about the very cool Gujar from Impact. <laughs> He's very cool. I like he's that a, guy. He's, a, he's very tall as well. He is very tall, but he's very agile and very good in the ring, I mm. think. I like <laughs> him very much. He even made John Schuyler look moderately good.
0: <laughs> like those people who look small from far away, if he was starting very far away from you, he'd just look average size. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the learning trees broke up. I'm
1: sure you're very Z- sad. Of- Ziggy Dice is out on his own looking gay as all Christmas <gasps> Getting killed by Jonah. Yeah, well, the well, minute I seen him come out, and then I seen who he was fighting, <laughs> I was like, oh, he are going to die. <laughs> and oh. I was right, he died. <laughs> uh, now yeah. Jonah's going to be fighting PCO. Mm. That's going to be pretty
0: that's, bitching. It's going to be very interesting to, mm. to look at. Uh, do you think PCO will give him a good match? I think so, yeah. I yeah. Because so. you can still go the mad... 50-plus-year-old bastard. I
1: wonder if he'll win. Well, because, you know, it's his first mm-hmm. official match as an Impact star. Yeah. On his own. Yeah.
0: He won't, probably won't be on his own, though. He'll probably have his mm-hmm. his with him. And also, honour like, no more officially, like, part of Impact because they won the, the match, no surrender, which we'll get to. Oh, yeah. But, like, I'm wondering if, like, the whole th- it came out before then that PCO was signed to Impact. I'm wondering if, I think he may have came from even PCO himself, so I'm wondering if it was a case of PCO maybe jumped the gun and announced that he was a, yeah. an impact guy. But do you know the worst thing to come out of that whole thing?
1: Hmm. I <sighs> wish <Alicia> Edward's talking. <laughs> I mean, good God, can she not just shut up? She makes everybody sound worse whenever she fucking decides to do that stupid thing and
0: talk. <laughs> It's, I think it's, it's, it's a heavily Boston accent, I think, that's what does no, it. No,
1: it's not that, she just talks a power of shite.
0: <laughs> she should have stuck herself
1: to fucking back and fucking Swinger's palace, but they took that away from him.
0: I know, poor Swinger. Now he's trying to get a match with Jonah where he'll probably die too. I don't want him to have a match with Jonah. I like Johnny Swinger.
1: I, like, I kind of like Ziggy Dice now, but not enough
0: to care. <laughs> you know. He'd care if, if Jonah... Killed Johnny Swinger.
1: Oh, what? Because, you so, he he's not mean nothing, but he's Johnny Swinger. He's just Swing Daddy, man. <laughs> he don't he, do, he don't. know what he's doing, man.
0: So, yeah, the weird in, like, order is that we did the Fraser episode last week, uh, Impact this week, New Gen the following week, and then we have have another Fraser related episode following that. Uh, so, we're kind of doing a thing where occasionally we're recording things in bulk. Uh, for a wee while, we're just trying, you know, so that me and Paul can do other things outside of the podcast, like help Scott deal with his alcohol problems. Says the man who happily took one of the strombo cans I, I brought up. They even question it nearly. Why be Why be rude? Oh yes, why Why help Why help somebody with this alcohol problem that you've made up that I have? I but have you helped indul- you with but it. But you can indulge in it. That's how I'm helping you. I'm drinking some of these so you don't. I see. You by drinking half of it means it's less for me doing. Therefore, you're somehow helping. Yes. You talk, uh, now you're getting it. You took a pile of shite. You took more shit than Alicia Edwards. No,
1: that's fucking lol. <laughs> that, I, I, will, I will take both of those cans. You will do not, I You people won't realise how quick he reached for that can when I tried to take it.
0: God, is will, there something you want to talk about, Scott? Try it, and I will hit you with my ring hands. <laughs> <laughs> but Paul, is there anything that's been going on, you know, that you want to talk about just casually... Before we get into, you know how we people, well, people care about how you are. You, I mean, you know other, other than winning uh, a very long game of Fre- Friends Monopoly, which was which we made up our own rules for. Well, you know me. When I talk
1: casually, sometimes it can be a little abrasive because, let's like I say, I made an awful mistake during the week of watching an episode of Raw. Ah, uh, and like condolences. Yeah, well, I, I went and thought to myself, you know, I I, I sometimes watch the highlights on YouTube. <laughs> I thought to myself, why not? I'll watch an episode, mm-hmm. see if I can actually stomach a full episode of a WWE programme for a change. Yeah. <sighs> I
0: couldn't. <laughs> no. I couldn't. How far into the three Oh no, years I watched TV. the whole thing. I watched
1: Wait. I watched the whole thing. I didn't want to be I didn't want to be half-assed about it. I thought, let's yeah. watch the whole thing. Yeah. And I watched. I and mean, I watched. You
0: watched the Most walk. of
1: the wrestling was shit. Mm-hmm. And I mean, in ring, I mean, in ring, the majority, and I mean, I don't know if I'm sort of subconsciously being biased because I'm a severe impact dude now, right?
0: Could, could be, but that's not the topic
1: for now. But, you know, it's just woefully crap. <laughs> you know, it really is. I mean, the quality, the match quality for a start. I I watched it mainly, right? The main reason I decided to watch it is because I heard that Finn Balor had won the US title. Mm-hmm. And from what I'd read on the Sports Media and blah, 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 blah. was saying, oh, monumental, great match, blah, blah, blah. And I thought, all right, I'll give it a bash because I like Finn Balor, mm-hmm. you know? The match was shite. <laughs> Have you seen it?
0: No. Oh, tell shite. It's surprising, it was surprising, though, because, like, him, he's, Finn's great, Damian Priest, they've, had, they've wrestled each other in NXT yeah
1: aye, the match was poor though, and you know honestly I got Damien Priest as a fud mm. I don't like him
0: <laughs> I don't like this version of Damien Priest I don't
1: like Damien Priest I used to like Finn Balor if he'd have just stuck with the goddamn demon thing mm. that'd been cool but Finn Balor he's still meh Where, where's the interest
0: I don't like this version of Damien Priest since he changes music to <laughs> kind of to then dark. because like oh he's good but then sometimes he goes mental like like, no, you, you've, you whatever half-hearts thing you're trying to do here is not working. No, And Edge and all, I watched the whole Edge heel something. Uh. thing.
1: Do you know, ten years ago, mm-hmm. when he didn't he look like a haggard old man, that mm-hmm. would probably have been kind of intense and cool, but not mm-hmm. only does he look like a haggard old psycho, we've seen that kind of thing so goddamn many times. Yeah. It's just nothing in WWE is remotely exciting or interesting anymore. I watched that match with Bianca Belair and uh, with six on six, with three on three. Yeah, yeah. Shite. Mm-hmm. I mean, that do drop chick.
0: Yeah.
1: I think if we actually gave her a bit of fucking respect, she'd be pretty decent. Mm-hmm. You know, I think she'd be like, you know, Nia Jax, jacks, but you know, competent. Yeah. You know, and that's
0: isn't that something we should all aspire to be? Yeah, you know,
1: competent in ring. Dewdrop's pretty cool. I like Dewdrop, and I like you know, fucking uh, what's her face, Liv Morgan? I like her, she's
0: all right. She is low key one of the best finishers WWE has right now. The Oblivion, where you go into the rope, she falls again, springs (laughs) off, and hits that like face versus the Peter, I think it's called. Aye, aye. uh,
1: She's cool. I like Dewdrop, I like Liv Morgan. See the rest of them in that match could not give a fuck. Seriously, couldn't he give a fuck? And you know, oh I'm gonna attack you with my giant god awful braid. Mm-hmm. You know? What I mean if she was actually does anybody decide to make the fucking point that she could potentially fuck herself up with having that stupid hair in a wrestling match? Well that she looks dumb. Arrest. The only thing she's got that I will gear any props for mm. She's got power he does. I'll gear that much She's got brute power
0: mm-hmm.
1: But that's the only thing That I would say positive about that woman I don't like her fucking character I don't like her music I don't like her whole look mm-hmm. She's got power She's like she's sort of like John Cena Without any of the fucking skill or personality Now that's something He's saying that about
0: And using John Cena as a comparison and I'm using John Cena in the positive In the positive way, yeah I don't fucking like her I, you, You've made that point abundantly clear I don't think anyone could miss that
1: Yeah, and I don't quite I quite honestly don't understand Why she's being pushed so highly Liv Morgan could be pushed Or Drop could be pushed Or fucking even Even that one, the other one on Is it Smackdown, Naomi? Yes She could be pushed, she's cool Aye You know we should give her a proper push and see her sticking in some stupid tag team with fucking Sasha Banks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know another one I don't like. Yes. The majority of the male and female roster on WWE's books. Mm-hmm. And oh, don't get me started in that fucking, fucking trampy looking Sami Zayn. Oh, can't stick him nowhere? See, that's the thing WWE does for me. It just bugs me now.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: just bugs the hell out of me. And I see, I see so many great male and female stars in that company. And I'm thinking, so, why in the fuck are you here? You could go to AEW, you could go to Impact, you could go to ROH. Mm-hmm. You'd fucking go to New Japan. You could even be in a fucking bingo hall. You'd be gaining yourself more self-respect than being there. You
0: see, if anyone out there was wondering why we chose to stop talking about modern-day WWE this, this year is why. Yes, and I and I can't really think yeah. of because I like a few more people on the roster than Paul does, but then again, I'm not, I know I would exactly you, like you being, get where I'm coming. From. I would exactly like, because I watched the Elimination Chamber like because I was with my brothers, right? And you know something took for us to do, to hang out, watch, have some bad bunch of jump food, watch the wrestling and all that. Watch Brock Lesnar turn into a bear and murder everyone. Yeah, nearly break Austin Theory's ankles when I had to land feet first on that. Yeah, and I just remember sitting there wondering, Jesus. Imagine what that'd be like if you took that on the old bloody, the, the old image chamber the poor boy's career would be done. Oh I miss the old chamber. <laughs> but, so I I say, but then again, like in terms of watching a fear were raw, you watching that, you've probably watched more of a weekly T V than I have in a long time. Yeah, well, I can I can strongly tell you don't do it, man. No, I, I'm I'm not doing that.
1: You ever heard the term "Don't be a hero," man? Yeah. You know, don't do that. Don't do that to yourself. I, I wouldn't. But You'll look. end up as agitated as I am.
0: Other than than that, putting yourself through that. Well, what, what did you do to try and boost your spirits well, after I, I that? I rewatched No Mercy.
1: What? That went. That made me chipper. I liked that. Which one? Well, you know, the uh, one we just, one that was just done. No, no surrender last. No set. surrender. No surrender. say No Mercy. Should... You know, no, I rewatched No Surrender again. Yes. Love that! Mm-hmm. That made me feel chipper. That was the best remedy for mm-hmm. watching Raw. Yeah. <laughs> watching Impact just makes everything good and squishy and great. Because
0: <laughs> sure. Impact rolls. Oh, I mean, it's good to watch your know, good wrestling. Because I was like me, and my brother. What we did was watch the Elimination Chamber. We watched some other stuff. We wanted to watch it like, on Netflix and shit like that. Yeah. And then uh, <laughs> later on, we watched. uh my brother signed up to like for the month on to the YouTube so me and him could watch No Surrender. Sweet. Mm. So watching, we didn't watch all of it by that point. Uh, we were both kind of I think I got to like the last two matches. I had W. Morrissey and Moose <laughs> in the 5 on 5 to go. I thought these are matches I really want to pay attention to, but really I'm struggling to stay awake. He so, really solid. Um, I, lo- I loved the match between him and Moose, Morrissey. I, I didn't get a chance to watch it the next <laughs> day, uh, but I watched it like, later on when I got home. Like, the yeah. rest did no surrender. But, like, uh, on the Sunday, me and my brother, when they meet some pals, and this is when I messaged you about where we're, we went to go see ICW, right? We went to this bar in uh, and, and Patrick, right? Mm-hmm. Record, what was the bar? Uh, I think Record Stop or Record Factory. No, no Record cool. Factory, no. There's something to do something Record, right? I can't even remember. Oh, strip it Joint, it was called. Strip Joint Records, it was called. The good it called, bar? Yeah, it was good. It was called strip joint, nothing to do, it was the exact opposite of what you think a strip joint would actually look like. Well, was it, it was a regular, a like a No, not steak a strip. strip? Maybe, maybe that's what I meant to that. But it was just a regular living bar, right? They uh, did a thing, it was like two for one pieces, and my pal Ryan wanted to get pizza, right? So he like, okay, he got one pizza, he said, me and my brother, Hops, like shared no, that right. one. And then he was like, okay, I usually eat two pieces. by myself. like or a whole pizza, pizza by myself, Ryan, me and we we're Okay, now if we got the two from you we could both easily handle one pizza each. Like, <laughs> all. We're, we're, we are experienced greedy bastards. Aye. Plus, you know, go for Beard's technique. Yeah. Pizza sandwich. Exactly. I can't eat a regular pizza without, without inevitably at some point doing the pizza sandwich. Yeah, yeah. I find the they're thin and crispy as the pizzas. Like, I do know. They're, really, they're excellent. They're made Aye. for the pizza thank, sandwich. Thank you, Adam. Yes. <laughs> for your <laughs> thank pizza you. sandwich ways. Thank you, you Jake-something-looking weird yeah. Thank you, pizza-sensei. <laughs> But we went to this bar and I messaged you that over in the, they had three TVs on, right? On one of them, because the one they owned uh, was a wrestling fan. They had like 90s WCW, like Saturday sweet. night on. Uh uh-huh. And then at one point, uh, they had they switched over to the, the 1990s Survivor Series. There was no sound on it, it was just on. In yeah, the yeah. But at one point, uh, the episode of whatever WCW show that they were watching ended. And it we just went back to like the thumbnail. And clearly somebody was obviously too busy to to switch it over. So for well when you looked at the TV, you saw a thumbnail of Ron Simmons angrily mid promo groups going <laughs> like wide open, clearly in the middle of a very shouty promo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh we had two TVs. One on one of them was a show called Games Master from Year yeah, yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I like brought, Games Master. I think they brought it back with Rab Florence as the host of it. Deadly, I. And then behind us they were they had a Weirdly, they chose put the choice to have a concert on in the background in the back TV, but with no sound on. For some reason, what's the point of putting a musical thing on? Yeah, but I think it was a Smashing Pumpkins one. Ah, oh, no sound. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but at one point they did play wrestling like theme songs, the, and <laughs> like we were just sitting there, while you are, and then suddenly the hear the like thing going on oh, with that, and then the guitar riff of like Evolution theme song, oh. and Oh, just when you're starting going. I thought MVP's music was going to come on no, that'd be cool I'm coming there was, they played Judas like Jericho's like song and then they played a third one and I can't even mind what it was that they played. was that a classic one or was that a modern one no it was more of a classic one but I cannae mind not mind what it was ah it'll probably annoy me when these days it'll suddenly come to me oh, well, and, it'll be like a Winston moment like
1: South Africa
0: cool. <laughs> uh, yeah. so yeah but that was the high point of the thing of the night because we got there and I went to fear and loathing back at the bar. That was a fun two days mostly because we made it a good night because we were with repelled. But for the most part, despite not knowing some of the newer people on the roster, well, most of this show was was a good one. This square gorge was days of their royal rumble. God, sake, what a load of piss. <coughs> the the opening we missed the start of the opening tag which was a tag team casket uh, match. It was. Decent of what we saw. Then they had the 0G match. A tag team casket match? Yes. the so One Giles. casket. You have to put both guys, both members in the in the casket. Yeah. Okay. Top and tail. <laughs> <laughs> Top and That's tail. That's even Gale. But uh, <coughs> we had to... Then we had the 0G match, which was uh, basically their kind of cruiserweight S title. It was fun. Yeah. Then they had the women's title match, which was... Meh. Meh. Yeah. <laughs> because ICW, it's famously... Clearly put a lot of effort into their women's division because... They put all the rested all their efforts into the likes of Piper Niven or Viper who now do drop and Kelly V. Then those two got signed to Yeah uh, WRE and they clearly have been putting their efforts in people who aren't who aren't n- nearly as good. Yeah. And there's even though there's quite clearly some talented people within the UK scene <laughs> still available, they just choose not to bring in like well, there are people who defend their shit booking of like the women's division. But like the fact that a couple of years ago, Discovery Wrestle, which is down in Edinburgh, I yeah. used to pick a 15-woman 15, 15 Royal Rumble. 15-woman Rumble? Aye, Christ. still match. It's called the Disco Derby. The Disco Derby. <laughs> <laughs> they used to pick that We all all with women who could easily fit into ICW, but like ICW act as if there's no other women other ones they continuously use. Like, <laughs> Yeah, you got all these women down here you just aren't doing anything with. You tricks. That
1: is typical of wrestling companies, though. Well. Yeah. You
0: know. If you want a more in-depth Of why this show was shit I'm just giving you the cliff My brother did a full rant On the on last week's uh, ESSR centrum, <laughs> <laughs> The one that you might, have, might, might see On the most recent one Like the, when this goes out The one before that But uh, The main event was A guy called Ken Evans defend the World title Against Mark Haskins A well-known indie Wrestler in the UK scene What was weird is Later on Before the this, this Rumble started He wandered past us In our section And what we'll thing think My biggest takeaway was Wow I didn't realize I'm taller than Mark Haskins. <laughs> <laughs> not that it would make a difference, but still, yeah, he'd probably still kick your ass. Yeah, he could probably still kick my ass.
1: Because I assume you might be taller than him, but I assume he's wider than you.
0: Well, not wider. He's like, he is, he is muscular, but not like as in the like he's like two hundred pound like big guys. But like, yeah. he looks like he could handle himself probably. So no, like no, yeah. like
1: two thousand and two era Triple H. Uh-uh. It was so jacked that
0: it looked like it was going to rip out both the leather jacket and the denim. Yeah, I mean, people think that was a no sleeve denim jacket. No, that had sleeves. He just burst them. he, yeah, was he, that just, big. No, he just broke them. He's like the Hulk when he trait when he changes. Yeah, <laughs> but and then you had the rumble, which was just the lack of any well, what were surprises. or whatever? it was bad enough in the regular men's wear rumble, and this it was just worse because <laughs> the people either ye- didn't really know that well just couldn't give a fuck about. <laughs> there a guy called Levi Justice. He was, like, number 30. He Levi was like, Justice? Yes. What a name. The a guy called Sweeney who came in number 29. He, Levi's kind of his, like, underling. He's, like, his kind of tag partner. Mm. So he Sweeney comes in number 29, and then Levi comes in number 30. And honestly, you have not heard such apathy for a number 30 entry in this week. <laughs> a new offence to him, really, even though I just called him a cunt. But still... <laughs> In the wrestling <laughs> sense, you're a bit of a cunt. I'm sure in real life, you're a smashing a yeah, lad. Him. He was a call him a cunt, but I mean, there's good types of cunt. But, eh. Uh, he comes I look out. I'm
1: a proverbial good cunt. Uh,
0: he comes out. Like me. He comes out, and I'm like, mate, the number 30 is far too important for somebody like you. <laughs> like, why, why are you here? I mean, you had Big Demo, even though he was confirmed for the, the, Rum, the Rumble. He was for the Rumble, like. He could have taken the number three this one and still would have got a even though people knew probably at that point he was, it was probably going to be him. But still, like, the fact that you are here is just, this is just a waste of an entry. A lot of them seemed like, quite a few people in that rumble seemed like they were a waste of an entry. Also, the, part of the Square appeal was, it used to be like, oh, five entrants randomly come out with a weapon. There's a guy called Ravi Davy who came out with a massive block of cheese. And somebody had drawn on, like, the outside of the packaging to make it look like plank from Ed, Ed, Ed Eddy. But the cheese was in the <laughs> ring for far too long. They were made for, was made Was the cheese in the lo- ring longer than him? No, anything <laughs> He was in the ring for far too long. Like every so <laughs> often, I'd turn to that my pal. I was watching, like, "Why the fuck is Baby Davy still here?" I guess dead with that cheese. <laughs> Don't come here. I'll hit. I'll hit you with the cheese. <laughs> you. You best hope you're not lactose intolerant.
1: Yeah, cheese. Nah, you see him running around the ring
0: going,
1: <laughs> Ah, cheese, dietary problems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Anyhow. But yeah, load of shit
1: to be honest with you. That went strange there. Yeah. Threatening the lactose intolerant but with a block of
0: cheese. But, but better, but I had a better time, the, rather than going to the show, I had a better time going to the bar beforehand and then me, my brother and my pal Stacey, I went to a local McDonald's after that. Ah. And we had a better time than we had probably at the show. Was it a yummy McDonald's? It was. What did you have? I got two double uh, bacon cheeseburgers. Nice. And, and some large fries, if you're interested in that kind of thing. I got myself
1: McDonald's the other day. No, no, no. Yes, I did. I went. You were a
0: little journey there, didn't you?
1: Yeah. I went, and, I went and ordered it early in the morning because I was wanting a McDonald's breakfast. Realised I was a little late for McDonald's day breakfast, so I got a quarter pound of cheese meal for breakfast mm. and some chicken selects. Mm. And I accidentally, I accidentally ordered two boxes of chicken selects, so I had six of them. I don't know why I don't really like
0: the chicken nuggets, but I love the chicken
1: selects. I am very much in the same wavelength. I'm, I'm not keen on the chicken
0: nuggets. I think they suck. I think it's maybe, maybe the way that cause it's more breaded, the chicken selects. Mm. Maybe I'm more of a fan of that.
1: Oh, I, I was disappointed with takeaway all night. What was that? <laughs> you know the perfect catch?
0: Yeah, chippy during
1: the yeah. Well, they we have got a a restaurant next mm-hmm. door to their chippy, right? Fantastic restaurant. We've been in it a good few times. I've given a tip of a fiver a few times because if the food and the service in that restaurant is first class, in my mm-hmm. opinion, fantastic place, great staff, excellent. Mm-hmm. But where chippy, apart from the fish supper, the first supper which is excellent, yeah. I mean I swear to god this fucking thing's ginormous. You know what I mean? Great fucking fish supper. Yeah. The rest of their stuff is just it's terribly under seasoned, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Terribly under seasoned. I mean it's it's quality food. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, They're take nothing away from the quality of the food. Great chips. Mm-hmm. But things like their steak pie and the haggis and that. you know like when you get haggis?
0: Yeah. And um, I mean I don't really, I'm not a real haggis fan myself, but you know go ahead, carry on. But you, you
1: get a haggis and you want it to have a bit of pepperiness to it and niceness to it and you know, a bit of oomph to it. So bland. Yeah. And that that bugs the hell out of me because like I think Micellia restaurants phenomenal.
0: Yeah.
1: You can't do a haggis, come um, on. You can You you can eat quality food, but you can't make Chippy food, decent. Come no, on.
0: Another thing about me, and my brother being greedy bastards. Uh, like we, my brother ordered a fairly big meal. Like he got these burger and that, and then he got these like mozzarella dippers and these other side things with his. And then Stacey said she thought she was already, like, what we were ordering about, and then she saw we and like, don't worry, we're the right people to go for a McDonald's where they make you feel better with yourself. Like go with us, <laughs> greedy <laughs> bastards. Like, uh, I mean, like because like I've been doing my steps thing and uh, like the day before, like when I mm. went to my brother, I went to my brother's right. Uh, I got off early because he works at this care home, like, a decent walk from <laughs> where he, from his house is. Yeah, like there? Yep. Just yeah. went down the wrong way. Uh, <coughs> <coughs> well, by the time I got to his care, his care home to meet him before, he was, he's just finished. Uh, I was on the 8,000. I mean, he said, oh, there's a path here we can walk here, we we'll get get to the history. And we walked... And he, at one point he said, oh, we're of the way, and I wish he hadn't said that, because I, I wasn't feeling the lock at that point, and then I started to feel it from then onwards. Mm. I ended up 15,000 steps that day, so I I felt justified in all this shit uh, afterwards.
1: Aye. I never did ask, how was your knee getting on?
0: My knee, yeah, my knee was really bad, too, soon when we did record my knee, I've still got the bandage on, you know, because it does feel sore occasionally, but the swelling as well went down, it's looking... My knees are in turn to look more similar yeah. than they were ages ago. So more movable now. Yeah, then. I'm more movable, I can bend it properly okay, in the bag. Then you go huzzah without cracking. <laughs> huzzah. See? No crack there. Let's see. Ah. I don't think it's, a, it's an injury thing. I think it's just a you thing there, Paul. Yeah. You just crack. We sound like grit. Yep. Oh see my my, my good knee No cracks but you yeah. <clears throat> ow. All that aside they allowed me to extend uh, my walking thing into the first week of March because of the injury and everything because I thought that I would have just went straight ahead with it. Yeah. Uh, I have like 60 odd thousand left Ooh. and I have Excuse like me. four or so days to do it and I'm, I'm very much determined I can do it. You will do it, man. I will do it. I've got your back, man. Thank you. I haven't donated fuck all of your cause
1: but I've got your back,
0: man. <laughs> it's okay. The Here. People are very generous. There you go. Oh, good. The children will be happy with this 20 p. Yes, good. Give them that 20p with my blessing. i tell them not to spend it all in one place. You fucking better do
1: that. That's got the last one.
0: So yeah, that, that weekend, no longer on, uh, got spend, I got a chance to spend some time with friends uh, and, you know, watch, watch some okay-ish wrestling, then watch them back with good wrestling, but it wasn't about the wrestling that weekend. It was more about just hanging out Be, with uh, people. being cool. And you know something, back in the day
1: when I was a a young child, (laughs) that 20 pence would have bought you fucking two chomps. Good for you. In fact, that 20 pence could have bought you a chomp and a bag of crisps, back in the day. Now it can't even buy you one chomp.
0: Yes, well, TV's not black and white anymore, Pop. I know.
1: (laughs) Sad, that.
0: (laughs) I liked the black and white, it was nice and banal. (laughs) Anyway. What's so it's hopefully not banal is this podcast, even though we are 37 minutes in and we've talked about Impact only a tiny fraction of the day, most of the day we've been bitching on we WWE. talked a bit. Yeah. But really, I think if you're an Impact fan and you're not into WWE, well, maybe you'll appreciate us shitting on WWE as much as we have been. If you need someone who can quite happily
1: talk shit about WWE. Tell me, no well, let's not talk with
0: WWE. Shall We just talk about impact. Let's now?
1: not. Let's not talk about WWE. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't uh,
0: get. I don't have as much of an order here. I got a list. I got a list of bullet points. We'll just go through them as I have them. Let's talk about honor no more. Uh, they got the official name shortly after we we talked about them on mm-hmm. uh, in the last show when they came out. Uh, I don't know they added Kenny King in the lead yeah. up to it. Sure That's cool. Former X-Division champion. When I first started watching Impact, he
1: was a guy. He was there. He was having a great back and forth with Rob Van Dam at the time.
0: I think you remember, he was in Ring of Honor. Then he left come in Impact for that initial run. It. I think he annoyed Tim correct because he was like tie team champion at the time. He basically yeah. had to vacate the belt because <laughs> he chose the same with TNA. Then he went back to Impact. And I think I a year or so ago he, was the, he had a run as the TV champion over there yeah. so he had some success mm-hmm. over there now he's back uh, as part of honour no more and then there was the whole thing about like these all you know, these guys are united what are the team impact going to do how basically as impact on the faces basically they've been put on the back foot with, as, you know, as part of this storyline because the original team was they had Rich, Eddie, Chris uh, Saban and Rhino well, let's see say the names again Saban no from the start I can't remember how it oh, ordered. Rich. Rich. bag, uh, Sabin. Boring. Rhino. Bob Ag. Edwards. He's alright. <laughs> I bet you I bet you is what he did that made you think he's alright now, didn't you? Uh yeah. Of course you're you're like a heel commenter. As soon as a baby face goes a wee bit bad, you're you're no, like I'm Oh, good I've or... always liked you. I've always liked him. Uh-huh. It's
1: in- not. It's not a. It's not a skirt. It's a kilt. It's a kilt. <laughs> you ah, skirt wearing freak. <laughs>
0: I'll take that if he turns face again. I uh, was surprised when you were when he came in. and was saying. But whose side is he on? <laughs> anyway, but uh, Kenny answered that for us. Mm. Anyway. Uh, the fifth member was gonna be Josh Alexander then there's the whole thing where like, I want the I want Miss, I want the table shot. big Colin, formerly Connor the Attention came in, got promptly battled yeah. by Josh Alexander Started Is that who goes. the fuck
1: that was? Yes. I knew I recognised that con. I could you know how when you're sitting watching, you're going, I fucking know you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That helps. You're welcome.
0: So well, where, where's Victor? Don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, then either got to an argument. He, he, got, in, reveal. he got into <laughs> a thing with Scott D'Amour, where Scott D'Amour, maybe he said to him, like, you know what, until you can get this sorted out, go home. And I think so this would have been quite a few weeks ago, So Impact had to know that the contract and the visa was going on. And a lot of people, when they heard that his visa and contract expired, that means Josh Alexander, The uh, all people seen that as an oversight on Impact's part. But, like, you think... It's not just about the contract, also you can sign the contract with, with them and say, all oh, that, well we've contracted, he works here, actually help him get his visa, but I think I've heard from other wrestlers who have visas, like the Inspiration and uh, Jonah have all, have all come out after the WWE recently, talked about how much uh, issue they had, also having to get a new visa, sorry, when they were no longer employed by, by WWE and that, mm. so also the visa process I think is a bit more common, that's why Josh had to take... But he's, he's still in but he's going to come back, right? Aye, I'd assume so. Otherwise, good. I think if he if he gets his visa but then doesn't come back to him and goes somewhere else, Impact will lose a lot of goodwill with a lot of their hardcore fans. Oh, I, well. I'd, I'd lose a bit of faith in them if, if Josh didn't come back because you invested so much in him. Uh, yeah, totally, totally. He needs to come back. He needs to get the redemption. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the storyline just left. Yeah, that in would in be... Way, in a way, the bad guy just won then. Well, missed. aye, just the bad guy won
1: and shipped the good guy up.
0: Mm-hmm. So then they were going to add Jonathan Gresham into the team who had two excellent matches with Steve Macklin. One he title, one really non-title. Weirdly, we were concerned, like, <coughs> what's, what's Steve Macklin going to do now that he's been defeated? Weirdly, I think he's now got a bigger push after his first loss than before. Yeah, In and way I'll way.
1: tell you something, I think, he's, I think he's now what would be considered a tweener. Mm-hmm. He's no yeah. face, he's not a good guy, but he's he's a principled guy. Yeah, he's. He is the le- he is the fabled principled hero.
0: Yes, yes, here But then jo- Jonathan Grace got taken out. So then, you imagine against some of the guys, you know, better judgment. They're like, mm, we don't trust you. But then, like, and even then, Eddie was going, "Can we, you, you and you uh, tied in?" Eddie was like, "All right, I'll, <laughs>
1: I'll back you." Uh, and you were like, "Oh, Eddie's just being Eddie. Eddie's just being uh, his uh, usual uh, weak uh, prick self."
0: Uh, it was Rhino who was the main like, "I don't trust you." I but nobody cares what Rhino says. I know. Anyway. So, like, we're we're hopeful that he'll... That Josh Alexander will definitely come back. And because, like, they mentioned Josh Alexander on those three and one time, they can't emphasise former Impact... Former Impact star uh, Josh Alexander, or they emphasise he doesn't work here. Which technically is true, if he's not got a contract right now. But the fact that you feel the need to mention, you can't just say Josh Alexander. Yeah, don't don't toy with people. Yeah. Which means, means I think that maybe... There is storyline indications for his return like you will you will miss the ring he'll come in he'll storm the ring like, like I'm sorry he'll say, apologize got to be like please give me my t- my shot at my redemption and all that mm. and they'll eventually have the match let's hope let's hope but no, I, I'm very like
1: you talk current impact stars I'm fucking very fond of Jonah mm. I like him he had a big old horse fight with a uh, big black tortoise oh that was surrender. a great fight lad. I was surprised like a few times I thought Taurus was going to beat him yeah a few times I, I thought Taurus was going to get
0: him I love, I love the fact that he managed to get that move on Jonah work that he does where he floats over and flips you into like a crucifix bomb mm-hmm. Let's go and uh, the thing with they're doing with Jonah right now with some of his opponents like PCO and with uh, and even with Joyce Alexander even though he lost to Alexander yeah, yeah. but the fact that yeah you can pick him against guys like Ziggy Daisy guys that he can easily just like squash but like if he's managing to beat and dominate like guys that are a bit bigger and closer to his size, like an Alexander or a Taurus, when he's throwing them about and everything as he was doing, yeah. it makes him look even more impressive because these guys aren't like small guys in their own right. Do you think eventually Jonah will rise up the rise up the ladder? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you'll say it was all part of like the storyline for Josh. I think, like you said, overcoming obstacles like Munoz, Suzuki, Moose, do you, Jonah. Do you believe, and this is this is going a bit far-fetched I suppose and a little stretch
1: I suppose do you believe that over time Mm -hmm. whilst Josh is dealing with his whole visa thing
0: yeah
1: that however it happens the title may Mm -hmm. end up being contested by Jonah potentially who may win the title and then Josh may Mm -hmm. it may come down maybe oh that would be phenomenal a fatal four-way Josh, Moose, Jonah, Morrissey.
0: Oof. Interesting. That big, would, big
1: men. That would be a good one because Jonah can fucking handle himself. Mm-hmm. Morrissey can definitely handle himself. Mm-hmm. And Josh and Moose. I mean, that would be something.
0: Yeah. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's a big money kind of match. Uh, but going on, Nate, talking about championships, a man who at the current time recording has six championships right now. Matt Cardona. (laughs) Six of them. He's got two belts from a company called AIW, I think it's called. Uh, He's still calling himself the Internet Champion. He's the NWA World Champion. He's the Impact Digital Media Champion. And he won the NYC Championship. I think it was a promotion slash training school where he used to train at. And then he put a tweet out after he he went and said, when I I first wrestled here, I didn't want to win the title. I just won the well, my dream was to get a WWE, and I, I did that through year, but now I've come back all these years late and I'm the champion now. So he's got technically he got five belts because obviously one of them isn't legitimate, but we'll, we'll say he's got six.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I think quite at the stage where he can hang multiple belts off his arm like Drew McIntyre
0: did in that picture one time. Yeah. Or, I was going to say, or Dragon, but you know. I prefer Drew. Well, well that's your opinion. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Matt Corona officially. Turn heel, defeating Jordan Grace for the inter- for the digital media championship. And gave, got- gave her a hit with a chair like this. That
1: was very light. Yes, that was his heel turn. He, she went and slowly ran towards <laughs> <laughs> the ropes, and he went. <laughs> eh. Eh. You know, it's like a it's like a hardcore
0: WWE chair shot nowadays. Yeah, but either you know. Eh. But regardless of that. He is now a heel, so we now get a taste of heel like Indies, GCW, Matt Cardona, and Impact Wrestling. It's not always ready, it's always bastard. <laughs> Look at him. Half, oh, oh, half ready,
1: half beardy, all old
0: bastard. <laughs> Look at him walking up the ramp. That wiggly does. Wiggly of Judas. The Judas boogie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That'd be a great dance to learn. Yeah, just boogie. boogie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but I'm very I'm really happy with it. And then uh, I well, uh, there's a match uh, I booked for a, a fantasy weekend that's coming out for Roger for the 500s podcast, right? That involves Macrodona and some sort of digital media weapons style match. And then I remember writing it down. And then they announced the thing after Jordan Grace gets DQ to no surrender on impact the, the dot combat match. I could have gone up to the top rope With uh, wrapping a mouse pad Around his A mouse around his arm Just doing the 10 bungees Or unloading a bag full of uh, Like keyboards We should do an
1: an analogue media (laughs) Just fight each other with cassette players And videos That'd be good Somebody pulls out an Atari Going,
0: cut my head (laughs) Oh my God! Jordan Grace has put up the N sixty
1: four. Let's hope MacGordon doesn't after anybody with joystick.
0: <laughs> Scandal pending. <laughs> uh, right? Do you like the idea of MacGordon being a here and being the digital media champion?
1: I do. I do. I think it's. I think the digital media title belongs on the internet champion.
0: It, it does. Yeah. Yeah. He's, uh, he's even calling himself the Digital Media World Champion because he feels rightfully sp- screwed uh, at, at hard to kill. And I think it'll be a matter of time before Chelsea Green's to heal with him. Uh, more on her a little bit later on. Is
1: she's another
0: one I don't like. I don't fucking like her. She does my eating. I'm kind of yeah, on her, to be honest with you. Not, I, don't, I don't feel strongly one way or the other.
1: She looks like a dumbass and she just talks too much. Hmm. Uh, she... You look at Chelsea Green, she's a bag. <coughs> You'll at Deanna Parasso. She's just us talking in the ring. Mm-hmm. And does it, in my opinion, exceptionally fucking well. Same with Jordan. Jordan, she's just fucking awesome, man. She's power. I mean, you know what, like, from our personal conversations we have, I was always in favour of, like, I was never in favour of the oh, look, that's a pair of tits that Vince McMahon thinks can wrestle. Mm-hmm. I was always in favour of, look at this massive woman that can throw men about mm-hmm. like fuck and could easily be a champion. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved China. I loved like fucking, who was it? Was it Jazz that was muscly as fuck?
0: Yeah, Jazz
1: was. No, nah, jazz. Like, jazz. I like Jazz. I like China. I fucking, you know, to an extent, I liked, like, I loved Victoria. I thought oh, she I mean. was cool as fuck. You no, know, I loved Luna. Mm-hmm. You no, know, I never, I never liked the Barbie dolls. Basically, yes. you know that was my problem. I never liked the Barbie dolls because I thought, well, what are you? Thank you very much, Scott. What are you contributing? You don't, you don't do anything. Mm-hmm. You know, and back in the day, like during that sort of ruthless era, yeah, I always thought they must why the fuck do you keep putting the belts on these people? These women can't wrestle. These women they keep defeating. Could kick fucking seven iliases at one time, and you
0: keep making them lose. Why? Like, I don't know if this was maybe rumored or if this was a thing, but I could see it being a thing with Johnny. He's basically picking women for like diva searches and that by basically going through a swimsuit gallery or a modeling things. Got that one? Ugh, Johnny,
1: fucking nice. He needs a kick in his stones at you. Yeah, Bobak, he's fucking animal's
0: brother, is he know. Yes. Good Christ. Yeah, I doing, I think, it's like, Joe Laurinaitis or something like uh, that. he was Joe and he's Johnny. Joe and Johnny. Joe and Johnny. And her good friend, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but I was really happy when I saw Magrador winning the uh, the NWA title. It made me feel proud you know, to him to see him win an actual world title. Not just any world title, like, for a lot of old school fan, the uh, world title. Well, you,
1: you've always been a big, mm-hmm. like a fan, right? You're, yeah. you're a massive Zack Ryder fan. Yes. Did, I was, did you the with Lost Flavor, Long Island Ice-Z? I did, yes. Yeah. Yes, I did.
0: Uh, Good man. I did. And and I remember the first live event I went to, he was a six-man tag, the Eels all came out, and then the first face thing about it, it was his team, you know, I was right up my tail like, Yeah, I'm <laughs> Zack Ryder. This was like late 2011, this was. Yeah. But seen him win the title and I like the idea of the fact that he beat Trevor Murdoch which I love Rojo now coming to you live from Sunday Night Heat 2006 <laughs> <laughs> but then he's going to fight Nick Aldis his first title defence which is Nicky Mickey James' husband with uh, with Jeff Jada as the referee so he's fighting
1: Latian's husband mm-hmm. with Latian as the referee Oh, oh that'll be grand
0: but anyway he's the end of each. I mean I can't wait to see what he does I'll, I'll I hope People are annoyed about him being NWA chad because that's how he thrives. Like you put that pole up, what should I do to improve the NWT? A, put on a give it a purple strap, or B make it a spinner. We got a purple strap and a spinner. Okay, well, do both. Piss Give Jim Cornette a heart out like back up. what's he done to the NWA that
1: would give him nuclear I know. Yeah. Do you know who I was I was reading was de-
0: talking online the other day who I thought I might him. I really liked him. Hmm. Jimmy Wang Yang. <laughs> You know, he runs the therapist by a party bus kind of thing. I know, though. I know. And he was uh, up until just after that fan attacked mm-hmm. Seth. I think he was yeah. a
1: producer backstage or something. I, don't remember. I think he appeared on yeah, the That's record. what he was talking about. He yeah. was a backstage guy with WWE for a while because he, he was talking the very thing I'd read about him mm-hmm. was he was talking about that particular incident when that yeah. silly dick attacked Seth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Billy Kidman went running out yeah. and he went running it, mm-hmm. and he went running out like and he was thinking to himself That fucker's lucky like Kidman and the mm-hmm. other guy got to him first because his initial thought when he was like you know, like that's some cunt attacking one of the boys mm-hmm. his initial thought was to go out and chin him.
0: Yeah.
1: And then he thought, Oh the internet would love me if I went out and just smacked the fuck out of a fan.
0: He's like I think there were, there were the other the other thought they're like, basically if you drop that barricade, like you, you bring it on yourself, whatever happened, like you that guy tackled Brett the whole of Fame. He had all these guys tack- bringing it away, b- carrying him and one of the guys from the revival just went like this, just casually just went, fuck you. Aye, the uh, I like that one I've seen on YouTube a few times,
1: which I think is great when that silly dick jumps in the ring to try and attack Stone Cold. Aye. And Triple H who was supposed to be at heel at the time without even blinking just turns around and wails on
0: him. There's one in like WCW I think it was. I don't know who was in the ring, but like it, it's, it's basically people they basically the capture everybody's basically just watch the ref. As soon as the this referee who usually just takes a bump on the latest move, as soon as this guy gets thrown. the referee just t- dies on the guy and gets the guy and a guy <laughs> of obviously trying to subdue
1: him. No, I've seen many things on online a lot when silly bastard society, you know, involve themselves in Make that mistake of stepping over the barrier, mm-hmm. and the minute like see when you knowing what but yeah. what you know, the minute you see them step over the barrier, I'm like, oh god, you you're gonna die, <laughs> you're gonna uh, die, you, you done fucked up,
0: son. <laughs> you know. well, you, I hope Matt defends the title on Impact because like they're they're from one of the whole Impact it's 20, twenty years of Impact this coming June. this will be twenty years of Impact. I think nineteenth of June will be the first of twenty years of Impact. I'd like
1: to see them. I'd like to see him reintroduce <laughs> his internet title. <laughs> well, that's what I'd like to see. He'd be like the digital media world champion and the internet champion.
0: But like, I want to become like, Slammiversary, the official like, 20 years of, of Impact and defend the NWA title because obviously everybody knows Impact when they started, they had the NWA belt, maybe, so having somebody defend the title. Maybe they'll mm. You the honour, know? yeah. you know? Which one of my six belts do you
1: want to challenge for? Multiple
0: Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. I want him to just come out with some like random like or like production guy. I, I want to come out with random like trainee. basically like, you carry my belt. Yeah. Multiple media Matt Cardona. That's That's, that's good. There you go. You should definitely pitch that to me. I'm sure he'll love you. I'll email him. You should. You definitely should. I'll email him. Care, creaky binder <laughs> I like it better from him. But uh, Donna, Donna Perazzo, shortly after losing the uh, the Texas Test match, she did then make up for becoming a double champ again, putting her uh, AAA Reina Dorena's Championship up against Roxy's Ring of Honor Women's Championship, which she was successful in, making her only the second ever Ring of Honor Women's Champion. Mm. But uh, she's been doing the whole champ champ challenge. And like towards, doing great as yeah, well. Towards the end of her reign, like she had good matches, but they weren't. I I'm to feel like some of the matches towards the end of her long, long impact no, get to reign were yeah. not as good as some of our earlier defenses. But these ones, this is like prime Dion. Like apparently, Jonathan Gresham recently came in and said Dion is probably one, probably the best technical wrestler oh, yeah. going today, which I is high praise from him.
1: I did hear some rumor. Mm-hmm. I and mean, isn't that a little biased on his side because he's a partner anyway?
0: Which one's Grace? No, it's easier with during Grace. Oh, john been uh, Grace. It's, it was Dur- involved with Steve MacLynn. It's MacLynn that's good at. Would you want to ask it? Aye, mm-hmm. correct myself there.
1: But no, um, I heard rumor. Mm-hmm. Well, I read something that may just be something. rumor, if you know what I mean. But I heard a certain Miss Valkyrie's name being floated around.
0: See, there's a the thing there. Like, I thought I was convinced <sighs> she was going to show up at No Surrender as the opening challenge, but apparently, the reason she wasn't there is was because AAA had a show that same night. But she was, and she was on that show. But the match that she had on that show, which she won, entails her to a future shot at the AAA Reina Mendoza title. That's the thing I
1: read, and I'm curious. I'm like, will Will we'll, we'll Miss Valkyrie uh, make an appearance? I
0: feel bad for the woman. I can't remember her name. Miranda. Hayes, I think Her name Miranda was. Miranda. At no, at no Surrender. I feel bad for because. I didn't know she was in Ring of Honor. i didn't really watching a lot of Ring of Honor. But the fact that I was convinced that Ty or something like that was going to come out, I kind of like, I wasn't as invested as I could have been in that match. And I felt bad afterwards. Like, I took that out on you. I shouldn't have done that. Let,
1: let me ask you something that's been making me curious. And this, I'm going to phrase this as carefully as I can so as to not be offensive. I'm just genuinely curious. Yes. You know this new person who's in Impact?
0: Giselle Shaw.
1: Giselle Shaw.
0: Yes. That's chick, right? Yes. Like, for for serious? For serious, for serious. I've heard, I've heard a lot about her before. She was in... She used to, She actually wrestled a lot bit in the UK before the pandemic. She was a former progress in England there. Yeah, she she, got, she got a stable. very husky voice, that mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Some people just have huskier voices. Yeah, I just,
1: she came out and immediately I thought, hmm, drag race.
0: <laughs> yeah, know? But, but no, she's actually a woman. But you know... It's nice that they're bringing new people in. It's nice that Lady Frost was getting a showcase, not just we, the match with Giselle, but then her challenging. Yeah, you know, yeah, that, that was challenge, cool. Challenge that was cool. Well.
1: But I don't, I don't much... I don't really think I'm quite set on Giselle Shaw so far. I don't... I never like characters like that, you know? Yeah,
0: but maybe you're not meant to, though. Well, not this one in particular, though, though.
1: Well, you know, that kind of... Yeah. I, like, I don't know if I'm. I'm a bit of a... A bit of an old school or a bit of an elitist in that regard, but when someone comes out and I was like, I go, that's not wrestle.
0: I don't know? think anyone would ever describe you as an elitist, to be honest with you.
1: Well, I, I, I am principled. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if some, if some, if, I have, I, am not sexist in any way. Mm-hmm. That is far from my fucking mind. Sure. But. I like wrestlers to be wrestlers, regardless of their men or women. I like them to mm-hmm. be wrestlers. Dionna. She a wrestler. Mm-hmm. Jordan, She a wrestler.
0: Yeah.
1: Near enough of every goddamn woman in Impact, mm-hmm. they wrestlers, man. Mickey's a wrestler. Tasha's a wrestler. That's Savannah Evans. I would not fuck with her. No, no, no. <laughs> she was not. No. <laughs> no. No, she big. She
0: big and mm. scary. Yep. Yeah. But, but yeah, so Taya does now have officially a shot at the the Raiders. I hope they don't do the match in trouble. I hope they have Taya come in to, yeah. back to get the table shot. At some point, I can't but, imagine. Now that same show apparently. Uh, probably Mac was maybe on that show, but also the fact that you got added to the. You had to get substituted out because you had to be at Impact for no surrender for the. Yeah. Be added to the five one five. Um, was, that was a lot of use. <laughs> but then <laughs> on that same show, Johnny Mundo his official like return to the Indies, uh, or at least to AAA. He, yeah. Successfully challenging El Hijo Day Vikingo for the AAA Mega Title for the for their main belt. Cool. Russell Teal apparently in the match, so, which is probably the best. Wouldn't well, that
1: be something? Well, see if Impact had more money and mm. more sway. Mm. Well, WWE has WCW. Mm-hmm. AEW has Ring of Honor. Mm-hmm. Impact has AAA. <laughs> All three major companies. And
0: Impact and me is a major company. You know what I mean? Yeah. Technically, when you look at the last year or so, Impact has probably NWA. Or Impact has their own wee share in Ring of Honor, it looks like. I think so, yeah. yeah. I think so when you look at it, but yeah, let's just talk about that because I think it has ramifications for the impacts current storyline with Ring of Honor. Tony Khan, in a very 2001 2001s move, that came out on Dime Mate, Recently announced, I yeah, he is own. He now owns Ring of Honor. Yeah, like they made a statement about the tape library they owned, and like so, I'm assuming they're gonna make some like documentaries in the future because obviously they have a lot of former Ring of Honor guys. In their company, yeah. And apparently, Ring of Honor they called one of their main shows All Out, not All In, because it was a co-run show with Ring of Honor. Technically, Ring of Honor owned the name All In. Yeah. So now they want it back <coughs> now. Yeah. But uh, Ring of Honor is still the end of that show, uh, May weekend, uh, the Supercard of Honor. And I'm assuming they're going to keep running shows, but with two guys, the overseer, but probably somebody to do the day-to-day stuff. And there'll be yeah. some crossover, apparently, like they eventually bring some people from Ring of Honor over to AEW, and have bigger AEW guys go for the Ring of Honor. Basically, Ring of Honor is a kind of a developmental for them now, but at least it means that Ring of Honor still exists and a syncopacy rather than going away, which would have been sad. Mm. I think the fact that it works with AEW, AEW kind of took Ring of Honor's kind of spot in a way that, you know, it became known for its great wrestling. Mm. So when AEW started doing it on a bigger budget, Ring of Honor has kind of struggled to stand out. Which is probably why they, they put more of an emphasis back on the old pure rules. And because they've got so many guys who used to be in Ring of Honor, the the potential for crossover for the like hardcore and Ring of Honor fans yeah. is gonna be immense. And then Vant also got this Honor No More group with the, with, more, impact, no, no more. with Impact. And then the potential, like I also I know they said they didn't say they were stopping their but with impact forever after the Game of Mega thing, but they just said they didn't really have much of a reason they contain the ratio after Kenny lost the belt but yeah. now they do because they got this kind of relationship and also you got Dionna Perrazzo who put up a photo of herself wearing her belt after the news came in going well well this is interesting because <laughs> she herself has been wanting to have a match as is Britt Baker these two have been wanting to have a match with each other like an inter-promotional style match mm. and Britt Baker at the time of Coins is the AEW Women's Champion but you know uh, Thunder Rosa who showed up at Slam Anniversary to challenge Dionna uh, she's meant to fight Brett at revolution this Sunday for the title and then all signs seem to the point that Thunder Rose is going to take the belt mm-hmm. so maybe it'd be a case of Thunder Rosa takes the AEW belt then Brett shows up going you know what I want one of your two belts Fiona give me a triple threat on impact mm. that'd be good that'd be, that'd be solid you know so like the potential for like crossover will be like AWROH uh, impacts these companies basically have shown the potential for crossover before but basically again showing obviously all these other companies outside of WE basically they be like we're no WWE, but we're, we've all got quality rosters. Let's all cross together. Yeah. Because at this point it doesn't even feel right to call it a forbidden door. Anymore. Oh no, it's just, you know, we'll help you the fuck it. You you
1: scratch our backs, we'll scratch your back and we'll make the dub look pathetic in comparison. At
0: this point it's just a door. <laughs> That's what it is. That's all it is. It's a door. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I love guys through how we we was like, Obviously, let people know I'm also he said uh, I said, i would read into I and Goes, there's no shame in man. Shane's not here. Obviously, teasing the fact. Yeah, the back to the thing because like people were joking like 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 a nick can, which you like, yes, the name on the contract does say can. However, the contract reads, <laughs> and then what was next stage of the opening match of mate. He he doing week i mentioned that he was a ring of honor fan back in the day he said oh i bring up two men who wrestled in the main event of the first ever ring of honor show and he brought christopher Daniels and brian Danielson. and they had a match brian won and then at the end he, he shook hands with Daniels while he was still on the mat brian's been his more ruthless character and he goes you know this would have been what i would do back in ring of honor but i'm not in ring of honor anymore i'm mm. in AEW. i'm here to kick some heads in and then he starts like stomping on him yeah. you know, like he did dj and he got chased away by Job Monster, who's having a match with Matt yeah. at the pay per view. <laughs> well, I try and kick each other's heads in, but yeah. <laughs> and so it's an interesting, you know, and because like you get these no big Tony Khan's got a big announcement, and we're like oh he always seems to have a big announcement. Oh, I bought this other company. Okay, that is a big announcement. <laughs> well, okay, well, yeah, all good. right, I'll guarantee you that one. Okay, okay, that one was worth all the the hype. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, you have that one, Tony. You can have that one where there's always so much of this old. I've got a big announcement we're going to put up with. yeah we're not going to have too much more of it Mr. Shaw <laughs> <laughs> but, Mr. Uh, I've, look at my new toy but, but yeah I assume he's going to try and like point somebody else to kind of take over or somebody who's already like got that job he'll we'll keep doing the ring of Bank. I don't know much about the Biden scenes thing with ring of because Tony Khan already so involved in AW he's got interest out, business interest outside of so he's got too much like, interest outside of like ring of Water and, and that that you know, you won't be able to oversee it, you know, so obviously also something else will probably come in and we'll probably learn more about it in the weeks ago. I'm surprised that AW are one of the only companies out there that don't have its own streaming service. Like, yeah, not? No, they've Do got, got a thing on, like, Fight TV where you can, for 70, you can like, watch their shows weekly shows and that and like two other shows are on youtube anyway yeah like, i would have thought by now they would have had a like even ring of honor even though you're Honor went away for a while still has a streaming service called honor club but maybe this is the the beginning of that through there because you can get the you can put all their shows they've got four weekly shows the pay-per-views everything they've done the last three or so years they've got three years <laughs> worth of content to add on then you plus, have four weekly shows yeah they've got two movies it's called dark and dark elevation i basically enhancement talent shows cool oh so that's like heat and velocity kind of kind of yeah and then they you got know, the main shows which are Dynamite and Rampage mm. yeah but like you got all that and three years worth of content and periods to put on and then you can basically put anything that comes after that they can probably find bonus things like doing. oh we'll make these new documentaries about Ring of Honor or because we own the Ring of Honor I like, years. here's everything Ring of Honor has ever done alright we could
1: do like 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 what like you do. We could do like particular tapes on a particular person or
0: group mm-hmm. or team or something. Yeah, because like they mentioned, there's like they've got a large roster. Like there's nearly 30, between thirty or forty odd people who on their roster right now who currently at, who at some point or another have wrestled in Ring of Honor. So out of all four of those
1: companies, like mm-hmm. WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, Impact, mm-hmm. which one is Impact the one with the
0: smallest roster? Uh. Well, I think I don't know. I think Ring of Honor, given the fact that most of the guys technically aren't even contracted anymore, might apply that because some of the guys came out of contract and then quickly signed elsewhere, like Impact like, and AEW. And yeah, yeah, whatnot. like like T. Lethal and Brody King are now in interview, yeah. like that. So, so like, like a lot of I, I, I the bigger guys from a, from Ring of Honor have went to both AEW and Impact, and kind of or just like more freelance indie guys. Really. Yeah, yeah. So I think Ring of Honor by extension gonna have that. They don't really have much. They don't really. They they've moved away apparently now from doing contracts really right now. What Ring of Honor, had? yeah, they're moved, yeah. moving back to more of the indie feel.
1: Well, that would be more. If it was contracts. It would probably if if AEW own yeah. one, it would probably be a contract through yeah
0: AEW, I suppose. Which is fair because it wants to see how they air the shows now. Like maybe well, Ring of Honor shows now if AEW start a new like streaming thing, all well, all subsequent shows for Ring of Honor air through that because like. They were mm-hmm. on a TV deal owned by Sinclair, but like apparently shortly after the news came out that um, that we were going away, the news came out that Sinclair had been losing really record like losses. Yeah. Up in the Up near close to the billions, nearly, like or well, a lot of money Sinclair was losing. So Tony Kent stood in like I've got money, I'll buy it. <laughs> but, like even then, even though you can compare it to buying Dozier, apparently. Like he bought Ring of Honor for still a lot more money than when Vince bought WCW back in the day. Apparently, WCW was well below what it should have been worth. Well, when, yeah, it was,
1: Vin- more, it was more so when WCW was bought. We were just looking to fucking ship it, weren't we?
0: Well, let's be uh, Apparently, it was in the millions, but in single-figure millions Yeah. Uh, when Vince bought it. Whereas, it's between 20 or 40 million of the different estimates that Rick can supposedly bought Ring of Honor for. Oh. So, it was like a hefty price. Mm-hmm. Hefty price.
1: Mhm. Well, as, as long as it, as always, I would say as long as like, it's still in the long run benefits but then, ring of honour do you, you
0: think you can make that money back through like ticket sales of people if they do crossover shows between the two companies featuring getting a stream several people subscribed to with both companies we all hell even if they're bringing it off to this new video game eventually at some point that's you're the so AEW, then you can say them oh and in a couple of months' time, download this new pack for X amount of money where you can have these bonus Ring of Honor playable characters involved That'd in really it. That would be really cool. There's ways, I think, for them to make all that money back. Yeah, and ways to benefit Ring of Honor too. Yes. By and benefit, proxy, you know. And benefit everybody. Yeah. <sighs> oh, what, what is it?
1: Well, if AEW have the pool to have a wrestling game, yeah. maybe DLC would include maybe Impact People. Mm. That mm. would be awesome.
0: You no, know, you could even do, like, like, back in the day when they do, like, it will like, unlock the arenas, unlock an arena, unlock the Impact Zone as a playable arena. Yeah. <laughs> unlock unlock six Side. Oh. Because, like, I remember Impact randomly had a pay-per-view, uh, a, a video game back in, like, 2009. Which they did, yeah. we got suicide. And then they never made it, well, probably because money-wise, they probably couldn't have afforded to, but, like, yeah. they never just made any attempt to. And I don't even think... It's one of those games that got qu it away, got quickly forgotten about afterwards. But it's one of those games if you had it. Because like at the time you'd had Angle, AJ, I think Christian was involved in the game. Like they think of the roster at the period they brought it out. It's a oh, hell it's of a huge, ro- hell of a roster at the thing. time. Uh, I've no idea where how we get back on track. But let's talk about Bullet Club. They've been going across promotions. Do. Bullet club
1: have got uh Bullet Club have got a Bullet Club in Impact in New Japan and in AEW at the moment.
0: Yeah, I know. Jesus, We are branching out. I know. Look, you need to keep you need to watch everything to keep up. Like I don't know where it's, what's happening. What I don't know when. It's... We're we're a franchise. We're a chain. Basically, yeah. We're like we're like Subway. <laughs> a Bullet, Bullet Club on every corner. Bullet Club, the Subway, of wrestling. Yeah, That's a new shirt. That's a new shirt, but uh, Bullet Club with choice of people. <laughs> Just imagine a Happy Gilmore advertising Bullet Club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Happy Gilmore. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, but uh, yeah. So Bullet Club came in with Jay God and team along with Chris Bay, who's also a full time Impact guy. Yeah. Where they had a couple of great matches. They had one where it was eight man then The Jake something, Ace Austin, I think Man Man Fallen, and uh, Mike yeah. Bailey, which was solid. And then and then Jay went and done them wrong. And Jay teamed with God against VBD, which was. Solid as well. Yeah. And then a little bit of back and forth between them, VBD and good Brothers and Guerrilla. We've been all around the world, we're in titles everywhere, and then Dun Good thing. Yeah, that's because you've been fired from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I like that one. And he was like,
1: What are you called? Orange County, OC, <laughs> <laughs> you know, what yeah. are you called? Like, we've been champions all over the world. Yeah, you know, that's because you've been fired from everywhere.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants to play with you. No one likes you. <laughs> And we did need to have the opportunity to rip the piss and bring up Festus. Oh. <laughs> but then, <laughs> and then uh, Jay had a match with...
1: with, with, with <laughs> <hair>.
0: <laughs> but Jay had a match with Eric Young at No Surrender, which was a and really like They had very different styles, but they worked really, very well. And oh, I really yeah, enjoyed it Definitely. Eric Young got a killer promo as well about yeah. not having anything handsome because to him. Big complaint about Jay White initially. With, uh, there was a point where people, nobody... Well, I won't say nobody, but a lot of New Japan didn't like J.Y. at first because he was one of their young boys. He came in, went away as excursion, came back his Switzerland, and got very heavily pushed quite quickly at mm. the gate. So a lot of people didn't think he was there yet, but he quickly grew into it, became Bullet Club leader, winning multiple belts and everything. And so a lot of people kind of like White now, but I think that's the kind of play ended by the JY through New Japan after his excursion, you know, got a lot of stuff handed to him, seemingly well, what somebody would say, where they're going like I've been around for X amount of years, I've earned everything I've got. Yeah. But Jay White still won, as he should have. Oh yeah, yeah. But it's, but it's just nice to see Eric Young back in the ring again though. Oh, hell so yeah. Long. It was, what, what was it like, eight months he was out or something? Yeah, because like, it was before Rebellion last year. <laughs> yeah, he got injured. At the shape in Rebellion and so he got replaced in the match by big W. Modesty, so. Yeah. So yeah, like eight or so months, something like that.
1: But like you say, it's great to see him back in there. Like, see when I loved that impact show. Like, see when, see when it was confirmed that like, he was good again. Yeah. And that that wee pretty boy came in to try and fight. Uh, who was that wee guy? I don't know. I can't remember his name. Uh, good looking wee single. <laughs> but my Christ, he got tanned. He did. He did. He got, got, and that was when you're like, oh, Eric Young's hitting him. Eric Young's better again.
0: And then you go from thinking, ah, he's no bad looking. To go and kill him. Kill him with fire, Eric. Kill him. I mentioned, I mentioned Mike Bailey a second ago. Mike Bailey's got some big matches outside of Impact coming up in the next month or so because uh, he's scary looking. He and Jay White are going to wrestle at a New Japan show. It's happening maybe a weekend in the US called uh, Lone Star or something like that. Yeah. Cause in Texas. So uh,
1: is uh, Mike Bailey like an Impact guy? Yeah, he's yeah, officially got officially a contract. Impact
0: guy. Cool. He can wrestle wrestle outside when he's, as long as it doesn't conflict with Impact dates. Yeah. Because Impact are doing a show maybe a weekend as well. I think there's Teases like they're good at some point in the future, they want to do an old school like TNA branded show. Some people think maybe will the may, well, they, well, they, uh, main weekend show be a TNA show because they want to do that in main weekend 2020, yeah, but they, they never got to do that because apparently the plan was for that with that main uh, weekend 2020 TNA show went ahead. Then Moose would have won a King of the Brent match, and that's how the TNA thing would have started, right? Right, okay, yeah, but anyway, so Jay White v. Mike like Bailey that week, that weekend, but then. Apparently on the sixteenth of April, I show. I think it was called Wrestling Revolvers, so The promotion. Mike Bailey's going to fight Moose for the Impact title. Is he? on it? an indie show? Oh, have hmm. we saw? So, 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 Bailey won it. And a big fucking like martial arts high fly. Mike be against the big fucking muscular <laughs> Moose. Yeah, the big man. But yeah. So then. And G- all, in all the while, Ace Austin, Austin's still going to be inevitable. <laughs> inevitable. <laughs> Doesn't mean it's gonna happen today, but spends But one day I might. One day, one day soon, I'll win it. You'll well,
1: see. Okay, so you won. Okay, just pat my head. Okay, pal.
0: Do you know something,
1: by the way, talking about Ace Austin? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, myself and Brian, right? Mm-hmm. I show them sanity mm-hmm. on the game. <laughs> and if you know about sanity, as I assume you do, you yeah. know where I'm going with this. Yeah. I watched their NXT debut. Yeah. Madman Fulton was there. Yeah. Because we were sitting watching and we were like, and then it was Brian It went, that's Fulton. I know. And I went, oh, that's what it is. And then I went like that. Oh, I went, Looking a bit fat, is not he?
0: <laughs> 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 and then, uh, yeah, so I know he's going to in the finger, but then uh, they got Fulton got injured, got replaced by Big Demo. Big Demo, Big Killian then. Yeah. Apparently, uh, like, Sammy Gallant came in and said that he was maybe ahead of a faction that inevitably went on to be Sandy, but then he just left NXT because that day he wasn't happy with his character. What was his character called again? Was like Solomon Crow. Solomon Crow. I think that apparently like... Marcus Louis was a cult with a guy who was involved in uh, his version of Sandy, but apparently Sawyer Fulton would have been in that version of so would have been Sammy Sawyer and this guy, Marcus Louis. Cool. So that would have been. But the idea of like these two big monsters, and this smaller, when, but the smaller guy, but he's like this manipulator who controls these two big monsters. Do you know? Him.
1: Do you have any detail or any knowledge on Sammy's return date?
0: Nope. Like I, I don't know what to tell you. Is he going to be longer than Eric? Do you think? <laughs> maybe. I mean, he got a knee injury, so yeah. oh, it was knee. I thought. It yeah, was I think a it was. It was before, I think it was a leg, some sort of injury, but it was before yeah. before Glory, so those injuries could be. I'd say maybe him from being out before verse because like I don't know about Rebellion, but. See Rebellion, somebody pointed out on Facebook, also remember they had the Omega logo last year's Rebellion because Omega ended up wrestling the main event. Yeah. This The it's got Rebellion, but where that Omega was last time was question just Question mark. Question mark. Ooh. Hey, that's good. Impact don't
1: fuck around with that I know, shit.
0: I know, but I'm just saying the, the intrigue, ooh, what could it that mean? that question mark involve anything to do with Alicia Edwards? I, I doubt that's what it fucking means. I'll, I will sign off, man. I won't do it anymore. I, I doubt that's what it fucking means. But... Going back to Bullet Club, GOD, you've not really got a chance to see them before this show. No, what did I, you think of
1: GOD? I love GOD. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so, I, like I said, I was so sad when Jay done them wrong, man. Because like I watched them, mm-hmm. right? I watched the ring mm-hmm. in ring. Mm-hmm. They were fucking top. Yeah. I watched that promo you talked yeah. about. I thought, oh, these fucking cuts have got mm-hmm. it. And I thought, from what I've seen of yeah. Bullet Club, because this is the most exposure I've had to Bullet Club is an impact I've not really had Mm -hmm. I mean I've seen all the 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 watered down WWE fish Mm -hmm. you know the OC the club all that crap but I've never seen Bullet Club Mm -hmm. and I thought ah like G-O-D-E Jay White fucking Bay yeah that's pretty solid faction and then he goes and done them wrong Mm -hmm. and he went and replaced them with those two I know that belt humping freak freaking his midget friend. Mm.
0: Well, like, Ugh. like you got Tamatonga, who's like the faster of the two. I think he's older than the older one of the two. Tang- two. Tamaloa. Then Tangaloa, Tangaloa, the, the powerhouse. The, uh, Tangaloa, by the way, I don't remember in our Rich Pedro, I mentioned, oh, Drew had this weird random faction, right? And, yeah, and that Pat was... was and he, uh, he him, The Rising, him, Eli on. although there's some other guy, I couldn't remember his name. I look back on it, it was fucking Tangaloa. Tangaloa. Uh, it was a brief stop between getting released by WWE and then going to meet his brother in Japan. He just had a brief stop off in, in Pat, uh, impact and... To and back be in being The Rising. And then fucked off again. <laughs> Did The Rising win anything of note? No. They broke up quite quickly and then Eli in, uh, beat up Drew to start his like solo career. Yeah. Just probably for the best. But yeah. I love the way you do that. Like just quietly through it. That probably the best. It probably was. He's very good as a as a heel on his own. He's now called LA Knight and he's a stupid name, but he's pretty much the same character he was. And is he rising? Kind of. <laughs> and then it looks like he might be rising from NXT to the main roster at oh, some point. Uh, no, well, he's not rising then. Well, no. And their eyes is
1: rising. You know what it means the minute we go to the main roster, the minute we go to the main roster, we get fucked. I know. That's what WWE does. We take a perfectly fucking viable faction or company like NXT, we ruin
0: it. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, like I like this, man. I was rooting very much for GOD, and then Jay White came in, and then, like, I'm just saying, like, like you're like, Jay, what are you doing, man? Yeah, yeah like, why? Why have you done this? Why, Jay? Why? Why? <laughs> but have made all the fans cry. But, but at least, what, at least when when uh, Gibril was mentioned, all oh, Bullet Club, at least they'll have merit because, like, before it was a case of like, let it go. You're not in Bullet Club anymore. Well, now they are. But now they are technically. Apparently, what Jay White's claiming is he wants this perfect version of Bullet Club He's across Japan, Ew, Impact. He wants this build this newer, perfect version of Bullet Club. I'm like, you want a perfect version of Bullet Club, and you chose these two fuckers. Yeah. He went and got rid of the GOD. And you brought in that belt raping freak. You got. Cause like, then there's a group in Impact, and then there's a group in New Japan called The House of Torture, right? It's a group led uh, by a character called Evil, managed yeah. by Dick Togo. There's a guy called Yujiro, whose gimmick is He's a Pimp. <laughs> Dick Togo. And there's a junior wrestler called, guy. There's a guy called Sho. Uh, he's the only decent one out of the four, but like, they're basically very much hated because uh, they have. Far and engines and their magic that makes them unwatchable. Nah. And I remember I was doing a new Japan show with BSR <laughs> and I said to him like, right, I know you got who's a torture and you got G U and you got Good Brothers in their club. G, if you want a perfect version, you need to get rid of one of these two. Perfectly both, but I can handle having one of them in the group. I cannot handle a version of Bullet Club that has both of these fuckers in <laughs> this get, Choose one or the other.
1: I'll tell you one benefit to have in the fucking <laughs> Good Brothers in the in Bullet Club. Mm will be less needs. There'll be less need to hear their awful entrance music.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. We'll hear Bullet Club music. Or maybe we'll get a weird mashup of it because, like, well, i mean, not not to critic Chris Bay's like, G- music because Chris B has a good mashup with his Bullet Club one. Yeah. But then, but you never know. But but no, the Bullet the, the Good Brothers' music sucks.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, even now, me and Brian still do it. See, whenever you hear that initial huh. line of their song, yeah. you just go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every time we hear it, we just oh God, it's lame again. We still got the fucking belts. It's like,
0: like those gobshites again. <laughs> Are they never off the air? <laughs> <laughs> what do you two do then? Oh, we raped belts, father. <laughs> We're good brothers. Good. Don't tell me you're still on about that fucking bullet club. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't the belt suffered enough? <laughs> so yeah but then they we got Jay White showing up he wrestled a match in AEW he's been with him and Adam Cole When to bring Cole because Cole was in Bullet Club as were the Bucks and Kenny but like Kenny's away from now but like, yeah. they're like hey but, but Jay White eventually turned down Kenny Omega joined Bullet Club beat Kenny Omega for the the US title there then when the kind of the elite members left Jay White stepped down to go like basically his whole thing was I didn't say no to Bullet Club I said no to Kenny Omega's version of Bullet Club yeah. and then started also over the year formulating his own version of Bullet Club so then I think they're teasing that eventually Cole, like Cole and Jay will be in conflict with the Bucks and when Omega returns and everything. So mm. the idea of Adam Cole rejoining Bullet Club because he's reunited with Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly, mm. as the team knows, Red Dragon. So the idea of them then being initiated into Bullet Club because they're former uh, Ring of Honor Titans champs and their former junior tag champs in New so Japan. So where, and Impact specifically, where yeah.
1: do you see this going? Because you've got, like I so say, you've got like... Uh, god ostracized from bullet club now we're mm. going after mm-hmm. bullet club yeah and i would assume specifically are going after the good brothers
0: mm.
1: but also vbd
0: mm.
1: like do you see any kind of like you know like vbd had an, un, an uneasy alliance yeah. with the brothers for a moment yeah. do
0: you see any kind of uneasy alliance between vbd and god I think they've got a big multi-man tag match with VBD or teaming with GOD I think it's yeah. going to be I don't think they've confirmed which member of VBD is or they've not confirmed which members of VBD is going to be at sacrifice yet but I think it's maybe GOD and VBD versus Bullet Club Bolt. Well, at least against the good brothers yeah, Chris drives, Bay and, yeah. I don't know if he's involved in the match but was going to be a man tag on tonight's uh, impacted team recording yeah. so we're interested to see what happens and uh uh, How that goes, but I think in terms of we'll have some payoff with the Thai team, kind of we were like God and Gobros potentially, but like the thing with Adam Cole that I mentioned, and that I think that will be the payoff to that will eventually happen at some point like in AEW, and then if the, the ultimate like finale of whatever thing between G 8 and God, they'll probably carry that over to New Japan with the final, where they finish off that story. Yeah, whatever so that, God
1: are up. New Japan guys, right?
0: Yeah, they're yeah. Uh, but also they've got their relationship, so there will be some like crossover to Impact and there will be significant moments in the, the build, but I think the inevitable payoff to it will happen elsewhere. It's so good, no, yeah. the impact of that working relationship going again with New Japan, though, because that
1: opens up, like you say, like we have a working relationship with AEW, we've got a working relationship with Ring of Honor and with New Japan, so yeah. I think things are looking really good for Impact because they're doing a lot yeah. with a little, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like Financially, Impact are probably the weakest
0: mm-hmm.
1: company. Let's make no bones about it. I'm I'm willing to admit that, even though I don't like to. Yeah. But what they have, they're making work.
0: Uh
1: huh. I agree. And I think they're making it
0: work extremely well. Yeah. Like you may have not the biggest roster, but you make up for it by including guys from other companies, so you can have all these great potential dream matches. Yeah, you can build up your. You can build up the focus on your company, mm-hmm. which could in the long
1: run eventually lead to adding more people to your roster which could lead to more money which could elevate you know we could at least have impact elevated to the level A dub at one point
0: of course uh, we've got a couple more things impact way to talk about uh, well we, we
1: haven't talked we haven't really talked about the, the heel turn
0: well yeah you know well, we haven't really well, talked well, haven't. about Kenny hmm Oh yeah, well we'll get to talk about that, but I think that's going to be towards the end. But before <laughs> yeah. that, we got to mention the, the other two big title matches. Oh, that it. too. Uh, good to Tasha Steals, unfortunately, didn't get the job done. I put my notes. Mickey James is somehow still the champion. Yeah,
1: that, that, that,
0: that bothered me, but my fuck it bothered Brian even more. I think I think I should have seen the scenes when like they had that country group who signed the National and the start, and then they seen the girl like, "Hey, go Mickey, like, they're pals with Mickey." Mickey, and then, like, I just, like, I remember watching the match, and I watched it back the same time, and the second time I know you even even watched, like, oh, Mickey, you the t- Tasha's trying to get in your head, but Mickey had a concert last night, like, so she's been trying to you get in your head and fuck you, but no, you're just not even bothered, you're just going about your day, aren't you, Mickey? Yeah.
1: But the very fact they had, they made, they built Tasha up, mm-hmm. and had her win the first Women's Ultimate X, why in the fuck have her have that much elevation, uh. only to have her lose?
0: And then you got Chelsea Green getting involved, which is try, trying to get too, trying to get too involved with Mickey. Some people think people are saying like maybe they're trying to replicate the whole thing where like when Mickey came in that weird where she's a crazy fan of Mickey of Chris Like are they trying to put Chelsea in the Mickey role?
1: I would just love to see Savannah Evans pick both of them up and smash them off of the No,
0: right now I think they might have a match tonight on Impact. At the time recording where if Tessa steals when she gets into the match of sacrifice. Instead of Chelsea Green so I don't know what's happening there but if Tasha doesn't win I think somehow they'll Mm. have Chelsea if Tasha doesn't win they may have like Chelsea turn heel and take the belt. They'll have Tasha win Mm. and
1: that will cause Chelsea Green's heel turn. Could. Yes, me. Which could also put Tasha in a Macklin position. mm. You know not quite a heel but a determined Mm. tweener.
0: Just like I'm just looking at it like it seems like the longer that she wins the tight she holds the title, Mickey James, uh, at the more annoys me because like it seems like more and more like oh, like the people try and get in her head and everything, but nothing really bothers Mickey all that much. She's still a legend and she can still kick out a big move and maybe you think when you think about it she maybe shouldn't have. Like, oh they did that cut her hole, they they rested for a bit with it as soon as they get back up. Oh Mickey's able to hit her GT, the match is over now. You wouldn't just kick out you just stepped on her fucking neck. So yeah, Mickey's still the champion. Like, I was annoyed because I was actually kind of hopeful of the way they have been building Tasha back Yeah. Said, like, they'd put the belt on her. But then, so like, I remember at the time watching them, like, that's probably why I went to bed, not only because I was tired, but like, I watched COD lose and then Tasha lose in quick succession. So that was about like, ah, things are not going the way I told. you. Yeah. <laughs> but then we had a big, as Aiden as English, or sorry, Matthew Weawalk pointed out as quoting Big E on commentary, saying we had big, meaty men. Flapping meat. <laughs> we had W Morrissey versus Miss. What a phenomenal match! Both men basically hitting all, hitting their finishes repeatedly and to great effect. Like W Morrissey didn't quite get him fully up for the BQE bomb at the first time, but then we hit it on the. You don't know if you noticed, this, but we hit it on the apron. He's very loudly shouts, God him that fucking time!" Yeah, I heard that. And then we did the replay. They immediately cut back to the live action when uh, Ristissey was about to open his mouth during the replay. Hmm. So maybe Morrissey was a bit annoyed for and said they couldn't fully get Miss up to nah, the Powerball. <laughs> prick. The <laughs> special guest commentator of uh, Brian Myers. <laughs> that was cool. And he joked in like, I'll, I'll teach you guys how, how, the tricks of the trade, you know, you gotta, gotta speak in bites.
1: I think I think Brian's very fond of, of Brian, Brian Myers. Myers. That's it. that's his and he he likes Brian Myers like I like Sam Beale. <laughs> Where has he gone?
0: He's disappeared. He's gone. You'll never see him again. He's disappeared into the void. Not Sam Beale, man. Yes. Yes, no. Sam Beale. Yes. I like Sam Beale. I know you do.
1: He'll be X-Division Women's Champion at some point.
0: Anyway, Teen, It was a hell of a match, but... uh Oh, it was, it was. I, did, I heard some people all being quite critical of it, although it was a bit of a mess, but like, no, it was, oh, was, it it, fucked? It was two big guys batting the each other.
1: What the fuck else do you want? You know what I mean? What did you expect? Fucking Lucha Libre fucking high flying. It's Moose and Morrissey. They just know how to pummel each other.
0: Like, the best way to sum it up is like, like when Masvidal talked about the big men and everything, like they were both inspiring each other at the start and like, uh, and he's giving all the most professional wrestler by I was like, what oh, the hell happened to catch this catch again? And like, you're not going to see much of that in this match. No, no.
1: Paul, and sorry to cut you off just briefly Scott but you, you've been talking quite frequently during the show about the NWA and the NWA title that is currently owned by Cardona it is. what if on the 20th anniversary of Impact a certain Mr Shamrock I'll comes get, back I'll, I'll to early,
0: challenge Matt Cardona. Earlier on, I made a joke about, oh, maybe oh, I'd like to see him defend it. When I said I'd like to see him defend it, so I it was a good joke. Maybe Ken Shamrock yeah. will turn up Sideburns and all. Damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it, Shamrock. I thought I told you to trim those sideburns. <laughs> <laughs> Go home. You're off the team. Oh,
1: Love that episode a lot.
0: <laughs> but yeah, Mr. Retain, which is the right decision, and then randomly going to a thing with, with Heath Slater. Or just Heath. Why? And I love how he did. He went full kind of Brock and saying, like, I don't give a damn about you. I don't give a damn about your stupid kids.
1: Fuck him, on these stupid ginger wings.
0: <laughs> so like, just maybe the old is <sighs> Lesnar one where he did the thing where he was a fusion with, like, I don't give a shit about your kids. <laughs> yeah. But seriously... He's not going to win if he does. He's not going to win. We'll riot. Well, I won't, but... But he but he won't win, but it'll be fun to watch him try. Not won't. It will. But Eddie Edwards... It'll be... Not try.
1: It'll be fun to watch him be killed.
0: But Eddie Edwards got taken out during the show and, they were, oh, and it was clear clearly it was all and no, war, but then, like, maybe it was Steve Mack, like, maybe he can't be trusted. Yeah. And uh, then they added Willie Mack to the team. And I was talking to a pal of about this, who... Doesn't always watch like weekly, but he does try and watch it when he can, and he, and he also gave credit to him when they, whenever they pull out for a big show. So he's a good cunt. Hey, him Sam. Oh, uh, good cunt. But he, uh he was <laughs> he, me and I were talking about it while I was still watching the show before we went to bed, and we, I was, we were talking about it, and he had the see that he had to the he thought at first it was going to be revealed Sabin had taken him out because Saban was one of the few, one of the first guys to be much like Eddie to be all trusting of, mm. of Max and everything. And I thought, well, maybe it, would, maybe it would make him a bit more charismatic, as you do Saban is an awful actor, by the way. Aye, aye. He is
1: awful. He's like, yeah, guys, we're going to go and kick their ass. <laughs> and you're like, here you go, you fucking Fred, fucking Scooby-Doo
0: dick. <laughs> you know what I mean? no, he... So, it wasn't a real time, but then they had the 515, Well, a lot of it was impact on the back burner. Once I had to deal with double teams, like PCO, I was like, I don't feel pain. He did a dive where he landed I right know. on Rich Swan's face. I loved
1: that. Like, see that, that, the two spots yeah, they did yeah. on the, on the he, apron? Aye. They were so cool. You like definitely,
0: an and then PCO, it was like, oh. So you can definitely tell him Rich Swan's reaction to it, like he landed right on his fucking face. So. Yeah, PCO didn't care. <laughs> no, he does not, he... His he's, old gimmick is he does he's, he's, he's a, a Becker. Yes. Come on. Or he's a, he's an amazing French Canadian man. I'm the man <laughs> And PCO always gets his match Hell yes, man. Hell yes. <laughs> but yeah, but it seemed like Impact were on the back for most of night but then it seems like Rhino was gonna score Mike Bennett. Yeah, and then uh, Maria gets Maria in gets in the way, away. and then Rich comes uh, Eddie. Eddie
1: comes on in with a candlestick with a candlestick. and he looks like he's gonna go all you know gung ho and, and then Rhino runs in for the gore, he just goes, fuck you, and twats him. <laughs> Kenny
0: takes him out. <laughs> you know? all the whole, uh, by the crowd, and then the best, islands, you, the best you, and islands, and then up then, then all, the like, very loud, boo, like, boo and you. And, and, they. and then he decides
1: to smack the shit out of everyone of those pathetic bitches.
0: And then he rits, swags, like, what are you doing? And he's suffering sort of like, fuck off. Oh, do you know mean? Myself and,
1: he... and Brian laughed, like, fuck, <laughs> at that bit. Like, see, just after he smacked the shit out of mm. everyone in the ring, and Rich was standing outside the ring with that little look on his face like, why Eddie? Why?
0: And then yeah. he gets up on the fucking ever edges just fuck you and all. <laughs> like He's breaking edge of the edge of the stick, so basically you can see Eddie killed Kenny. <laughs> yeah. The bastard.
1: Just to prove a fucking point. But, oh, it was smashing.
0: But Eddie Edwards turns field, joins or No More. I think he implied that he was kind of with Honor No More kind of from the beginning yeah. when he finished promo, but then we think about it like, yeah, he's a former Triple Crown Ring of Honor guy. He was with Ring of Honor for like 2008, like 2014. Yeah. Before he gave me impact. Like, when you think about it, oh, I actually makes sense that he would he would be the one to
1: do no, it. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It was really fantastic because the, the thing about it is... We could, we could have picked a better impact team. Mm-hmm. Because the only one on that fucking team that I had any time for was Macklin. Mm-hmm. The rest of them I couldn't give a fine fuck about, I yeah. don't like any of them. And I didn't like Eddie until he made a good decision. <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm, I, a, I'm a colour commentator, aren't I?
0: You are, you are. But like, I had this yeah. thought the other day, you know, we don't know how long just' is going to be out for. I had this thought, Paul. Oh, go as, on. As part of this like, <laughs> heel turn, because he's looking good even with his there's one problem as the heel, because I haven't seen a lot of a heel Eddie Edwards, most of Edwards' career I've seen him as, he's, he's been a good guy. Yeah. So I've what, in here thinking, how about this? I've scared maybe a while before Alexander comes back. Tweena turn Moose a bit, Tweena. Heel Eddie Edwards with Hell of Honor no more wins the Impact world title. uh just Alexander comes back, beats Moose at some point, either before or after he wins the belt, but he wins the belt from a heel Eddie Edwards thing. He's like stabs himself as an Eddie Edwards old role as the heart and soul of Impact Wrestling. But in between day before Alexander comes back, we should get a table shot before them, but unsuccessfully challenge Eddie Edwards at some point. Steve Macklin. Steve Macklin puts so, like, him in that position. Yeah, 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 Like, see, you didn't trust me, but I'm going to be the guy that goes for you. Because, like, he does bring up some points. that like, he had that six-man tag. We, I think I mentioned at the time he had that six-man tag with Finjuice against Kane and the Good Brothers. They won, but Eddie was not even considered for a table shot. He's like, I watched Moose and Sammy and Rich One try to beat Kane Omega, and they all failed. Yeah. And then, like, huh. You think when you really explain it, like you kind of got some points here, Eddie. Yeah. And the best heels are the ones that seem justified. Fuck! I think the best heels are just heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 I have
1: never been a wrestling fan that has liked a face. You
0: know, look at him. Part Eddie, part Edwards, all bastard.
1: And that's what I like. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and you know, even though. On the next impact after... No mercy. Uh, no, no surrender. surrender. Sorry, I, that's twice I've made no I
0: it's, it's or, it. No surrender. It's blue and orange. You being arranged, just be able to tell.
1: But anyway, <laughs> apart from his missus' woeful fucking promo, she needed to have a fucking... She needed to go away. Apart from that, uh-huh. Eddie's response to that, I could take that. Yeah. I could have took that, but you know, I'd have been... I'd have been entertainment. When Alicia was talking, watching fucking paint dry, she talked a power kick,
0: man. So she did. But then, even though it was only two weeks later, the way this all happened, it all flows into uh, the sacrifice. <laughs> Let me read you the sacrifice card if I may. We you got, may. we got Mickey James defending the Nugget, title. either as, right now, Tasha or Chelsea Green. Jonah be fucking Tasha. we got Jonah v. PCO. That's going to be cool. Rhino versus now heel Eddie Edwards. That's going to be cool. Eddie's going to kill him. VVD it here it says Diener and or Joe Doring or Eric Young versus uh versus good for the Good Brothers the Titan titles that's going to be cool because both of them, as much as I hate the Good Brothers <laughs> I think they're good in
1: ring well Carl is i well Carl is yeah and you know Big LG's powerful.
0: Mm.
1: Moose versus up. Heath for the world title.
0: So <laughs> a day off for this. And... I mean, it'll have more of a, it'll have a, it'll not be as much of a day off as a time where he battered Thicky <laughs> Dice, but you know, <laughs>
1: he'll come out. He thought about it. He'll go to say like, I got and then before he sees his kids, Moose will just fucking smack him. Uh,
0: we got the inspiration versus the influence of the title. I'm horribly really fast about that one. I'm actually should have had no Hard to kill. Uh, Trey Miguel defends the division title like, against Jake something I'm very invested in that how good was that for we, by the way we that know? was phenomenal goes for the full he gets caught spun around into, into the void uh, and I
1: love what name of that
0: finisher <laughs> do you know why because you're a dark man a black out this song. Yeah. but uh, the have announced this for the pre-show apparently, apparently Mike Ben and Matt Tavy represent on and a are going to fight Rich Swan and Willie Mack in tag team match <laughs> <laughs> so So don't know more than one that one. Anyway, and then it also ends this has came out of nowhere, but I'm I'm all for it. Alex Shelley versus JY. Alex Shelley's back in Finally. Right? Like the like, interesting one in motor City machine guns. Mm-hmm. Motor City. Not Motor City. <laughs> that was just what it was like when it was just Chris Sabin. Yeah. Fucking Sabin. <laughs> look! I have a hand. Look!
1: His fingers and everything.
0: Apparently it was a thing like, oh, Michigan's shaped like a hand. This is where Detroit would be like, yes, but it's it's not a hand. You're just pointing at nothing.
1: Yes. But yeah. But he he needs Alex Shelley to have any kind of personality because without it, he doesn't have any.
0: He's so boring. But how excited are you
1: now after everything that's happened for for sacrifice? I'm stoked for sacrifice. Like I say, the match I'm most invested in is the X Division title match. Mm -hmm. That match I'm... I have like I had my fingers and my toes crossed for Tasha. That didn't go the way I wanted it to go. I was very sad. I hate Mickey James more, and I would like Chelsea Green to just fuck off. But I want Jake to get his fucking moment, man.
0: It's like like when I watched him in that match. He had a great match against uh, Chris Bay a few weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, got, he did, we, and we. Re- random raven about how great his match with josh alexander was oh he? hell yeah he's kind of a guy he doesn't do much and his
1: match match he had with, with fulton. fulton that was yeah. fucking great he's a match. guy who doesn't
0: he's not seem seems to be not be doing much but then every so often has this excellent match thing why is he not doing more maybe that's the thing where he does do more oh
1: so don't you want him to win a title i do Oh, well, you
0: know josh Alexander.
1: i'm sorry i cut you off sorry. right but see when see when it was still the diners right mm-hmm. I, as much I love the diners, mm-hmm. but i would never seen them as potential champs yeah because they weren't they weren't portrayed yeah that way but Jake something has and I hate to be punished here but <laughs> Jake something has got something yeah and he, he really deserves a fucking push the
0: fact that fans when he ever does a cool movie chant that with something Is just I love it. yeah that. well, that's love. just that is <laughs> yeah like I like the idea of like, like being kind of taken in the Josh role like the big guy who's also like be gentle and all these like guys who are who have all these different styles like Yeah. <laughs> some people oh some and people And Jake, Jake's fucking fast too man. Jake's Jake's good in the ring. You no know, it'd be cool well in A division and impact but if he comes in but who's now become a free agent. You heard about Cesaro. Oh I heard about Cesaro oh, big Claudio Castagnoli, he's neat I yeah. see things I would say, oh forget about Alexander, get push Claudio like, well yes, come bring Claudio in but don't forget about Josh then. I mean I want at some point in my life I need to see Claudio versus Josh Alexander. <gasps> all the stars, give them all the star ratings, all of them. Aha. Josh,
1: triple threat mm. versus the Claudio versus something.
0: Mm-hmm. Please my penis can only get so erect I got I got that I got that line from, I got that line from Archer. <laughs> I love Archer. As do I.
1: Hey. Anyway, I feel so bad for his little manservant.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but that's been us ranting and raving about how much we love impact yeah. and how boring.
1: no, co- no coherency at all. But no. we made
0: our points. Well, it wouldn't be us if we had coherency. No, no, that would not. So we hope you've enjoyed this We hope you're looking forward to sacrifice. We hope this. We mixes, are. We hope this manages to get out before sacrifice. Otherwise. It's bad enough that the match between Tasha and, Meg- and Chelsea will probably make what we've said about that irrelevant. Tonight's impact. Yeah. Don't make everything else we've said irrelevant. Otherwise, we're just shouting, much like take something, into the void. Yes. That's weird. We're
1: shouting into the void and hoping for the best.
0: But Yes. But uh, thank you for us taking this episode. Thank you for... We hope you all take our life. Thank last you for day. just listening to us. Yes. Thank you. Love us. Appreciate please, us. Please, please. We need your love. Like Paul, when he mentioned... No, but a beard. He, wants, he just wants them to be noticed. He just wants to be noticed. Too, True. Mm. We hope you all check out our past episodes of Impact, as well as our past Frasier ones and all other wrestling-related content and yeah. other nonsense that we've done. Check out all our shows. We're good people. We're on all good Android Podcast Insights. Anchor, Spotify, iTunes. We're on this feed and also on the Rogan Paints feed on those same Android Podcasts and sites. And you can follow us on Twitter at SPRambling on facebook.com forward slash podcast on Twitter, it's going to and Rogue Opinions at Rogue underscore Opinions. Next time, you we'll are. be talking about the top five underrated new gen matches and then the following week we'll have a very fun related Frasier episode. Cool. Wow. So, all I'd like to say is thank you for listening from Paul and Scott. And from Scott and Paul. <laughs> we thank you for listening to our Impact Pod. Thank you.